Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. The Tuck Rule Takes is back in session, uh, sitting in the catbird seat, um, as, as the Patriots are right now in the AFC, but we will get to that in a second. Uh, I am Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, he has his captain hat on tonight. Uh, Liam, Liam McDade, what's going on? Hi, matey. How you doing? I am living, my man. I mean, like you said, it, the view is pretty good from the catbird seats, so no complaints up here. It is. I mean, you can't you can't really complain. Uh, catbird, by the way, not an actual thing. We uh, looked it up before the. Before. I was convinced that was real. <laughs> I thought it was something because uh, I know you said because you had the captain thing, so you're like, oh, maybe it's on the ship, on some sort of thing. Nope, it's nothing. It's just a just a saying that some. Then, then we thought it was a, some, a pilot's term, maybe like a cockpit of a plane. Nope, we were wrong there too. Nope, no cocks, no pits, just catbirds. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, crazy. Um, so uh, it kind of, kind of a weird week. I I hate bye weeks. I can't stand bye weeks. It it makes me. It it's it's a not a stressful weekend, but it makes me uncomfortable because I don't like not seeing the Patriots kick someone's ass. Um, did you, Liam? Did you watch the games on Sunday, or did you kind of did you take the Sunday off? Did you watch? I'm sure you did because you're a betting man, correct? I watched every single snap of every game. I was truly strung out on football, injecting it directly into my veins with a nice side piece of betting. And I had my most profitable betting week ever this week because I didn't have the F- Patriots to distract me. Normally when the Pats are on, I cut out half what the other games that I'm watching and it's all Patriots. And then if it's a good game, then I zone out basically every other game and I'm just involved with that one. With this, I could pick and choose. I could bounce around be like, oh, Mike Evans is going to score here. Oh, I think Cooper Cup's going to get this one, blah, blah, blah. I bounce it around. But I, I go the opposite way. Without the Patriots on TV, it was a nice, refreshing, something doesn't need to garner all my attention. I was free to spread the love, and uh, that I did. And you, and you, and you spread the love? Um, Everywhere. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, just, it's just always weird. I do think, though, that this bye week came at probably the best time for the Easily. Pats. Because uh, I know it was, I think it was a few years ago, five years ago, maybe. I think their bye week was like week four or five or yep. the earliest. It was two years be, ago. It was shitty. Which sucks. But now, I mean, you got week 14. You got people that are healing up. Um, you know, everyone, everyone's coming back again. We're going to get to everything there. There's really no uh, Patriots game to to recap. So I guess we'll just kind of talk about the games that happened there. Kind of see, you know, how it impacts the Pats and the AFC and all that stuff. Because the AFC right now is the wild, wild west. You know, I don't think um, I think when the season started, people were like, oh, this is going to be, you know, different year, all that. It's kind of panning how panning out how people thought it was funny. It's the Patriots and the Chiefs. That's kind of kind of where it's going. Um, You know, some things change, some things stay the same. It's like the old reliables are still hanging around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the old reliables uh, might as well start. I mean, the Chiefs, they um. Chiefs put a whooping on the Raiders as they normally do. Cause I feel like we've all been tricked to think that the Raiders put up a good fight against the chiefs that happened one time. I think it was last year. Yeah. Other than that, they earlier this year, really yeah, wasn't it close? no, they got shit whipped. I think, hold on. Let me, uh, let me take yeah, a look, look it up. Cause I was under the impression it's always close. I did. That was one of the games I didn't touch because every Kansas city game, it could end up with a score like this. Well, yeah, because I mean, at at any point they can they can kind of turn it on and off and kind of you know yeah. see what's and going on. And once Josh Gordon scored, I was like, oh my god, they're going to win by fifty. I was like, if Josh Gordon's scoring, 
Josh Gordon, by the way, good for him. Uh, they won yeah, 41 to 14. So let's just. Holy crap. Let's, uh, I was wrong. I was totally wrong. Let's, uh, and you know, it was that wrong, one uh, game last year. That's crazy. There was, that was the one. Cause I think it was, it was like where they where like, they, they were ahead. And then that was the one at the end of the game where they rode the buses around the stadium yeah. and all that shit. Um, but I will say, so since we're talking about the chiefs, um, I, I kind of want to, everybody's talking about the chiefs. Like they're the best team in the AFC. Right. You know, I mean, they got Patrick Mahomes, very good quarterback. Um, you know, the defense is coming together. The defense, I guess, over the last six weeks, has been like a smidge better points wise than the it Patriots, is. which I mean is great. Um, but they mm-hmm. also had uh, Chris Jones is on the COVID list right now from the Chiefs, so that's gonna that's gonna hurt them. But let, I, I just kind of want to see. I feel like the Chiefs they remind me of the Bills. Here, these are these are the Chiefs' wins this year. They beat the Browns to start the season. First game, 33-29. Week one, you know, crazy things happen. Great. Yep. The the next time they won, they beat the Eagles 42 to 30. I'm sorry, Liam. I know you love the Eagles. It's not a great win early in the year. That was not a great win because early in the Eagles year, the Eagles, I'm not even the Eagles were shitty. Um, they beat the Washington football team 31 to 13. They beat the Giants 20 to 17. They beat the Aaron Rodgers Packers. People forget that. 13 to 7. They beat the Raiders twice, as we know. And they beat the Cowboys 19 to 9. They beat the Broncos. They haven't beaten any other than the Cowboys. I'm not the Raiders. They've been shitting on the Raiders all the time. It's a divisional game. So I know it's I know it's always tough, but the Chiefs always have their numbers. When the Chiefs play good teams, they've lost to the Ravens, the Chargers, the Bills, the Titans. Um, Like, I don't. I correct me if I'm wrong. Why are we afraid of them so much? It seems like their, their recent game, their recent games, they're playing the giants. They're playing the, the football team. They're playing the Raiders, which again, yes, the Raiders were a good team, but let's not act like they're what they aren't. You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. You know, they started the season. Well, I'm sorry. I think the chiefs are kind of like the bills in that regard where they didn't really, they haven't played anybody really, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I, th- I think it's like, what team are you really getting with almost both teams? Because the Bills, it's like, are you going to get the one that lost to the Jags? Or are you going to get the one that beat the Dolphins 45 nothing? Exactly. And that's, yep. that's the same with the Chiefs. Like, four games that you mentioned there were all extremely close. The Giants game, the Packers game, the Broncos game, and one more. One of them, the Cowboys game. They were uh, all the, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they were all like, you know, 17, 13, 13 to 7, like yeah, low scoring the 20, 17. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're all like low scoring. And those aren't Chiefs like games. Those aren't the ones that we're expecting when you think of the no. Chiefs. It's seven no. touchdowns from Mahomes, like 50 points on the board and no time at all. So that's why people are afraid of them because they can do what they did to the Raiders yesterday. And I get that. But then you look at those low scoring games. Teams that put defense on them, the Broncos, the Giants, two teams that even though they suck, their defense holds up. It's like mm-hmm. the Cowboys. The Bills crush them. The Bills crush them. Yep, exactly. So if these teams play a tough defense on them, more likely than not, it seems like they're going to get the fool's gold Chiefs. And that seems just like that's their MO this year. I don't know what it is with the Chiefs. They just – they don't have that same momentum. They don't have that same godlike, invisible force field around them that they've used to cruise through the regular season the last two years. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. seem more vulnerable than ever. 
So that's why people are scared because they can blow up for 45, 50 points. But if I'm a Patriots fan, we have the best defense in the league, hands down, bar none. It's not close. I'm not worried. I can't think of anyone that's even in the same mile. So I'm not worried about that at all. If I have any faith that any team could put that whooping on them, it's the Patriots. Last year, without Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer almost beat this close. Yeah, no, they came close. And that was half of the defense we have this year. So it's like, I get it. The Chiefs could blow the doors off us. If we get the prime Chiefs team, they'll kill kill the 85 Bears. They'll kill Mm -hmm. any team. They're like Mm -hmm. the Golden State Warriors when they were – overpowered they could but i'm willing to bet they won't because this year we've seen four close games where they haven't performed against lower talent Mm -hmm. and even like those their explosion games haven't been as glorified or fantastic in years past so i have faith in the patriots i get why people are concerned but i'm not worried when it comes to him against old billy b's defense because for the most part he's had Mahomes number no, he really has. And that, I feel like the people who are who are saying this are either they're your Patriots fans who, again, we always bring it back to that. They're afraid to, to go all in on this team for some ungodly reason. Or it's really just your Patriots haters or Chiefs fans. Because the Chiefs defense, like we said, they have been playing good. They've actually been the top defense the last six or seven weeks, I believe. But again, it's one of those things where do you think that they can – that they can sustain that. I don't, the Patriots team has been the only team that has just progressively. And we've said this, Jesus, three, four weeks in a row, they just get better and better and better. The Raiders, by the way, I heard, um, I don't know who it was Ryan Clark. It it was, someone was talking about it today uh, or, or yesterday or something like that. And they were saying that the Raiders really just play one defense. They don't really kind of conform that they don't, you know, play what the opposition is doing complete opposite of what the Patriots do. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried. I'm worried because yeah, sure. Mahomes can always roll out and throw the ball and all that, but I don't, the, the deep passes this year don't seem to be working against the Patriots. I don't have the stats in front of me, so I don't know for sure, but just kind of on the eyesight, they don't seem to be giving up those huge chunk plays anymore. Well, they bring so much pressure that quarterbacks don't have time. Like you got to sit back there for five seconds to get the ball deep and, God damn, by that time, Judon's straddling you. Well, I mean, that that's what we saw against the Bills, though, because you have someone like Josh Allen who's similar to Mahomes in the way where he yeah. likes to extend the plays and everything. It just it just doesn't seem like that's something. And the Chiefs this year, when they started to kind of go on their little run, they haven't been really, you know, having those four or five play series where they get, you know, five plays, 76 yards. They're doing the series where they have 10, 11, 12 plays. So, yeah. and, and I think that that works in the Patriots' favor. Because if you're going to be on the field against the Pats' defense for 10 plus plays, I'm sorry, I'm going to give the edge to the defense every single time. More you know, opportunity you, for them to make mistakes. If they exactly. get a huge touchdown and it's a two play drive, you have two plays to force a mistake from them. Exactly. Exactly. And if you, if, and even if you end up getting down there, I still don't have faith that you're going to score a touchdown. They'll hold you to a field goal or something like that. I mean, always I, been a bend, but don't break. Exactly. And you know, this year, like you said, the main difference this year is, is the pressure, you know, sure. Mahomes might be able to scramble, get out there and all that fun stuff. He can't do that for an entire drive. Same exact thing we said about Josh Allen. He can't yeah. do that for the whole yeah. game. And Josh you know? Allen had his moments. He had a few shots downfield. Mm-hmm. He missed Stefan Diggs in the end zone. He got Stefan Diggs on like a 40 yards back shoulder on the sideline. So don't get me wrong. Mahomes will probably have one or two of those plays. 
Eventually you'll get Tyree kill over the top. Eventually you'll get Travis Kelsey up the scene, but it's just about limiting those plays and not giving them up constantly and letting them kill you. It's like pick and choose your poison. When can we give up a 20 yard catch to Travis Kelsey? When can we give up an 80 yard bump to Tyree kill? If we're up three touchdowns, fucking hell, whatever. Let Tyree get a touchdown. We'll run the (laughs) clock out. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's just it, you know, so the thing, I don't know, the thing with the chiefs, I, they're, they're the team that you got to worry about um, in the AFC if you're the Pats, but I think just to a certain extent, I'm not, I'm not as worried as I have been in years past, just because I do have faith in, in the defense. Um, and another team, by the way, that, um, that they, they got some things going on with them. The Ravens, your former number one seed, um, the Cleveland Browns beat them 24, 22 was 24, 22, right? Yeah. 24, yep. 22 what a weird um, score. Like, yeah, I don't like the 22. 22 freaks nope. me out. Um, 24, I get it, but 22, please no. Bad over. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe Harbaugh should go for the two. Actually, you know, I want to bring that up with you, the Harbaugh two-point thing in a second. Yes. But um, but Lamar Jackson rolled up his ankle. Uh, they said he's probably or they're gonna, they're not ruling out him playing this weekend. But I'm sorry, if you got a hobbled Lamar Jackson, if he had a has a sprained ankle or something like that, he doesn't take time off. I, I feel, I feel like you and I text this to each other every, you know, probably like once a week, the seas are literally parting for the Patriots right now. Yeah. It's you crazy. Guys, it, it's, it's insane. How you have 75 plus players right now hit uh COVID, hit the COVID list. Yeah. Players from all different teams. Many of those teams who the Patriots are going to be trying to battle it out with. Um, and, and you got Lamar Jackson who hurt his ankle. Uh, I'm sorry. If Lamar Jackson can't run, even if he is 80% of what he is, I am even less afraid of the Ravens. And I think we said this in the last episode, the Ravens offense is three things. It is a scramble drill. It is a Lamar Jackson designed run, or it's a broken down play. And they're just heaving it up. Yep. Just oh, hope, hope, hopefully Mark Andrews is open. That's all and it comes down. And it's to. become that late in the season, which is the worst time you want to do that. Cause to start the Ravens were killing it. They had Hollywood Brown balling out every game. They were getting deep passes, uh, he's, but yeah, it's, he's all nicked up. It's like in, yeah, but it's like in the last four games, they've really just kind of eaten shit and fallen apart. Lamar Jackson had like four picks and back-to-back games. Defenses are figuring this team out. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are. And I mean, I don't I, like, other than if you can just somehow limit Lamar Jackson's, you know, playmaking ability. The Ravens don't scare you. The defense doesn't scare you. The coaching, I'm sorry, John Harbaugh, good coach, good coach. But at some point you got to start looking in the mirror and you got to kind of start looking at Mike Tomlin as well. We're going to get to him in a second too. But so the John Harbaugh thing, going for two. So say you were down two scores, right? Or, or, Or what was it? What was the, what was the situation for the Ravens? They were down what was it not? Or, or what were they down? They were down 15 points or something like that. So, so, something like that. I had I, Ravens I, plus 10. I can't even remember what the game was like. I now. forget. I just through a heart attack. I forget exactly what it was. All I know is it was one of those things where it was like, okay, listen, if you're down two scores, you're going to have to go for two at one point. Yeah. Do you go for two the, for the first score? So then, you know, that you're going to have to go for, you know, so, so you kind of know how much time you have left. Cause if you go for two, you're going to be within a touchdown. If you don't get that two-point conversion, you're going to need two more drives because you're yes. still going to be down two scores. Yep. Or do you save the two-point conversion to the end and it's kind of, listen, all or nothing? Personally, I like that better. The only reason being, and I know all the 
like the the analytics and Belichick said it best years ago stats are for nerds the analytics people that come out and they're like no you gotta go for it first because if you go for it first you know exactly how much time you have and if you need one driver or one possession or two possessions how about this friend why don't you just score kick the field goal so you know on your next drive you need to score a touchdown because you would have had to score a touchdown anyways and that's when you have to go for your extra point. Because if you go for the extra, if you go for the two point conversion on your first score and you don't get it, it's still a two point. It's still a, a two score two possession game. game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, I I get wanting to do it early because you're like, oh, then you know how much time. But if you just kick the extra point there, you 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 your answers have been given to you. You know, you need one more possession. Yeah. Like, why not do that? Because in in Harbaugh was like, well, you're gonna have to go for it. Uh, you're gonna have to go for two at some point anyway. Sure. So why not save it to the end? You know, because at least if you go for it on that first score and you don't get it, you're kind of fucked depending on how much time is left. You yeah, know what I mean? I think it's a coach's decision. You got to realize a coach has to know his team, know his personnel, what they can mm-hmm. handle. Like if Lamar Jackson was out there, let's remember Lamar Jackson got hurt like the first five minutes and then yep. basically his clone comes in. Tyler Huntley looks and plays exactly yeah, what like was, Lamar Jackson. Y- yeah. What, what was that all about? Well, they went to high school together, and that was his backup quarterback and his wide receiver. So, like, they're basically the same person. And uh, he plays just like him. If they still had Lamar Jackson, though, I'm all for you. You wait till the end. This is a pressure team. Lamar Jackson loves to go for two, and Mm -hmm. he's he's a spark plug. He's a playmaker. If you line him up in the backfield and run a play for him, nine times out of ten, he's going to, you know, scramble and make some crazy moves and get a couple yards. So I trust him him to get the two-point conversions. But that's why he wasn't in the game. I like that they kind of went for two at the beginning because they're like, we have a backup quarterback. He's been okay, not great. He had a decent game, not a great one. He fell down and really struggled at the beginning and figured it out late. So as the momentum is building throughout the game, they're still like, we got to play somewhat conservative here, see what we got. And then, like you said, they're just trying to get a layout of the game. They're going to go for it early, try and get that two-point conversion. When they don't get it, then it's like, all right, now – we have to really ramp up the defense, try and get the ball back and get scores in two possessions here and just kind of pad this win. And it's um, it's all situational to me. It is. And so I so I just pulled it up. So I, I was off a little bit because I wanted to make sure we were talking about the exact like the exact situation here. Yeah. So here's what happened. This is right from BaltimoreRavens.com. So it's right from their thing. So this is what it was. Harbaugh opted to go for two after the Ravens first fourth quarter touchdown with 856 remaining. The Ravens were down by nine points. Yes. Why are you going for two there? First of all, you know what I mean? Because if you're they they were down by nine because they didn't get the two point conversion. So 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 this is what's going on. Yeah. So they were down by nine. So 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 they they scored their touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, so they were scored their touch. So they scored their touchdown, they're down by nine. So you either Kick the field goal. And so this is what it says. The Ravens converted their two-pointer. They would know they needed just a touchdown and an extra point to tie. If they didn't, which they didn't, it would remain a two-possession game. If they kicked the extra point, they would need a touchdown and a two-point conversion later. So this is where I think with 8.56 left, right now you have the opportunity to kick the extra point and, st- and make it a one-possession game, technically, yeah. with the score in the, in the two-point conversion. Why would you, I feel like it's such a risk. And especially for the Ravens who are in the position they're in, why would you go for two there and then keep, so that touchdown essentially meant nothing because it's still a two, it's still a two score game. 
you know, and I get, and, and I saw everybody on Twitter and a lot of, not even Ravens fans, just people being like, I don't know how people could think that's a bad decision. What do you mean? Like, like I, don't I would do it, it just because it's the backup where it's like, you kind of want all your cards in front of you. Yes. And play it. If yeah. it's Lamar, then it's different. Then mm-hmm. If it's Lamar, you're like, just kick it. I trust if we get in the red zone again, yeah. I know you're going to get it the second time. But yeah. with the backup, damn, he threw like two picks. Like he was so up and down, get multiple three and outs. It's kind of like play it safe and don't kill us right now type deal. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And I I think this kind of, so we can actually kind of bring the Patriots into this. This is the difference in, in coaching styles, coaching philosophies. I guarantee you, if this was Belichick, he would have kicked the field goal and then said, you know what, we're going to keep it a one possession game. We score the touchdown at the end. We'll go for two. Then we'll deal with it. Then it's the, it, it, it was the whole first four or five weeks of the season when people were saying they wanted Belichick to be more aggressive. Yep. This is this is what happens when you are more aggressive and you don't get it. It's, so it's kind of the opposite side of that coin. So it's kind of what side do you want to be on? That's why I, I think it might be just because it's ingrained in me as a Patriots fan that you kind of you take the points, you know, you don't you don't risk the game until you absolutely need to. I get why you would do it. And especially when you bring in the context where you have the. You have I watched the, the whole the game. game. Like, this dude yeah. was struggling to start. And yeah, so I, I get the Ravens it. to lose by ten or less. So I'm like, dude, please do something. And luckily, he picked it up and ended up finishing for me. But goddamn, it's like at probably the f- whole first half. He's like, oh man, like we have we have a long way to go. He's like, we are far down the road. The house is really far away, and we're walking there. We got <laughs> we got distance in front of yeah. us. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. And really at that point, anything they can get, even kind of a momentum boost for the offense. Like they want a big game, just something to bring life into this offense. They need anything. So if they can get an early two point conversion, spirits are high. We're only down by a touchdown. And then that gives even more momentum for the backup. It makes it easier for them. Just go down and get a regular touchdown. You crossed the hard part. You already took that big threshold and got the two point conversion. Now go do the easy thing. Just go down and punch it in and then get off the field. So I get it. I do get it. If like if it was the Patriots, then obviously you put the hand the ball in the hands of your star quarterback and make him go get a touchdown and then make him get the two point conversion. Same with Lamar. Same with Patty Mahomes. Most teams would do this. Most yeah. teams have done this. But if we're working with Brian Hoyer, we've seen Bill make some questionable decisions when Brian Hoyer's in the game, when yep. Jarrett Stidham's in the game, when yeah. even when Cam was in the game and he didn't have the utmost confidence in the offense. He's like. You know, Josh, I need you to do something a little ludicrous here. We're, we're playing the long game. We're not going for the win right now. We're trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I guess there are those factors. I just why why this is such a such a, a point for me, because I think Harbaugh kind of tries to outthink himself. I don't know if you yeah. remember last week they were playing the Steelers. Ravens scored. They could have kicked a field goal, sent it to overtime. Instead, he went for two, didn't get it. The reason being this numbskull said that, oh, we were down, we were down uh, a corner or, you know, our corners were injured. So we didn't. You don't have faith in defense. What the hell does that mean? Because your corner is done for the year. So technically by that logic, you should never be going for, you should be going for two every single time. Well, that just means he doesn't, he doesn't trust the defense at all anymore. Yeah, that, <sighs> like they can't cover as well as they did at the beginning. And I, did, I didn't hate the thing against the Steelers either. We've seen it in, I want to say, two games. I know definitively one game. Mm-hmm. I've seen the sound bite where Lamar Jackson runs to the sideline. He's like, let's go for two. Yep, Harbaugh's yep. like, 
yep. go for it. Like more power to you. Mm-hmm. You're my quarterback. We ride or die with you. And then Lamar goes in, gets the two point. They win. They walk off, and that's a ballsy, ballsy call, ballsy win. If you it's get a big that, win. Yeah, yeah, that's a big win. I, I think it just comes down to different, to to really just different coaching philosophies. Which yeah. again, like I said, I think I'm tainted because I've watched Bill Belichick for 20 plus years. I'm more of listen. Like we're gonna take our calculated risks. You know when we when we take them. And, you know, all that stuff, you know, deferring and overtime because of the wind or things like that. But I just, I don't know. I, I, if I was a Ravens fan, I would have been pissed watching that. I'd be like, why, why not? Because right here, if you don't get this, you are going to lose the game. At least, you know, if you kick the extra point, you give yourself another chance to win the game. So I, I get it. Like I get it's a rival, you know, this is just how Harbaugh coaches. I just don't agree with it. That, that's what it comes down to. It, it's yeah. just, I, and I, I think that's why earlier in the season we had the disagreement on, you know, why did Belichick, you know, punt it against the Bucks? You know, why did he do this? You know, again, different. Te- why isn't he as aggressive? Why isn't he going for it on fourth downs? I think. I, I think a field goal in the ring. Yeah, I, I, I think that's just the that's just the way that I'm used to seeing coaching happen and it's worked most of the time so when aggressive coaches do it and it doesn't work i'm kind of like ah you fucking idiot why'd you do that but again i I get that it's two different sides of the coin but i don't know i think if it's a at least last week i think that one is a little bit more inexcusable yeah i mean i said i think i even said it was a fireable offense i hate the ravens so like you know kind of kind of take that with a grain you said you said if i was a ravens fan i'd be pissed if i was a ravens fan i'd be pissed for a lot more reasons than just them going for too early in the game yeah if you're a ravens fan you probably live in baltimore that place is a shithole i'd be pissed too so like they have a lot of reasons to be upset but they're not just that the ravens have actually fell to the fucking load fourth Fourth seed seed. fourth seed yeah so i mean i got it up i don't you son of a bitch i I just i don't know last week inexcusable i don't think you can do that kick the thing go to overtime don't try to win it all there you're not the you're not the one in 11 uh lions you know you're not the you're not a, a, a a fringe playoff team that has to take these risks i think that's what it comes down to I don't think the Ravens have to take these risks this week. I can see why you do it. Even if I don't agree with it. Cause like you said, with the backup quarterback, kind of like the flow of the game and everything, but just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would have kicked the field goal last week. I would have kicked the field goal this week, but again, that's why, you know, maybe they still lose that game. Who knows? And then you kind of still hindsight's 2020. So, so are you afraid of this know. Ravens team? Oh God, no! Please, Even give me with the a healthy Ravens. Lamar Jackson, give me the Ravens. Get, do you know why? Because if you if the Ravens play a defense that can make their tackles and kind of you know play their zones correctly, you're gonna win. Because the Ravens defense, nothing to scare you, nothing to scare you at all. So I think if you can just hold them, even if you let them go down the field, if you can hold them to field goals or anything, you're good. Because like I said, Lamar can't run every single play. I'm sorry, he just yeah. can't. And I think Belichick's smart enough to, to scheme up some sort of deep. I mean, I always bring it back to this game. Belichick gave Tom Brady one of his worst games, not only of the season of his career. Yeah. Like what? I mean, I, I, I have faith that that man can scheme up an offense against Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, isn't a great pure quarterback when you take away all of his running lanes. So I, I think how they would do that, they would, they probably wouldn't blitz them. They'd probably only rush four. they, they might send a blitz here and there, but they'd probably play it similar to how they play Josh Allen where, you know, they kind of, they'd kind of play back a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's so funny because our reason for confidence is 
just like against the Chiefs, it's the same against the Ravens. It's like our defense will figure it out. And I'm not worried about because our defense will figure it out. And I trust our Lord and Savior, Bill Belichick, to figure it out. Yes, we do. Look at the Miami Dolphins, uh, Baltimore Ravens game where the Dolphins ended up winning like 22, 18 or 12 or something like that. The Dolphins played the same defensive play formation, whatever you want to call it, 37 times in one game, which is the first I have ever seen that happen ever. And it was Just zero. Dumb. Yeah, really. No, it was great. It was genius. It was crazy. Brian Flores, the former Patriots coach, who's now the head coach of the Dolphins. Absolutely 22 to 10, 22 to 10, 22 yeah. to 10. I knew yeah. it was kind of an ass kicking. I was trying to find it for you. Yep. yep. Yeah. So they ran zero blitz the entire time and always had a free man coming off the edge just because they are a five offensive lineman. And if you blitz six guys, seven guys, even if you have a running back in the backfield blocking, Bert, that was gross. There's always going to be a free man coming at the quarterback, which puts extra pressure on Lamar Jackson, who you said, not a conventional passer. Everyone made the running back jokes. I don't think he's that bad. No, no, definitely not. No, but certainly under pressure, like he, like anyone else, he's not as good of a quarterback as he could be if he was standalone mm-hmm. in the pocket. So they yep. kept bringing the same blitz, zero coverage, kind of had Robber in the middle just in case Lamar Jackson somehow made a play. But they would force short routes and make Lamar Jackson get the ball out quickly, and they kept all their corners back in deep coverage and were like, just make the tackle before the first down, make the tackle before the first down, make a big That's play. It. Those corners forced fumbles, got picks in that game, and just disrupted the entire Ravens offense. And there's no reason why Bill Belichick doesn't look at what his old coaching staff did against the Ravens and goes, we can do something similar. Even though the Ravens, toward the end of that game, started to figure it out and started driving, they got a lot of their drives killed by, like I said, fumbles, interceptions, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Great plays made by the corner. So Bill already has a blueprint laid out for him. He already knows kind of how he can beat Lamar Jackson, how he can at least disrupt him. He won't run the same play 37 times, even though it worked in that one. He might. He fucking might. Very well could. (laughs) Very well could. I just don't think it'll work, you know, the second time around for this Ravens team. Bill already knows. He knows the game plan. He trusts J.C. Jackson, Miles Bryant, who's one of the best tackling corners in the league. He's like, go up there and force a fumble. Go up there and make a hard hit. Disrupt them at the line and get an interception. And it's just putting the defense in a position where you're not going to give up big plays. Mm-hmm. You're forcing Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you remember the miracle in the Meadowlands when Mike Vick had that crazy comeback against the Giants that ended in a Deshaun Jackson punt return for a touchdown. Yes. Yep. 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 I remember that. I remember One that of the part. greatest yep. games mm-hmm. I've ever seen. I went streaking naked around my neighborhood after the Eagles won that game. Uh, I mean, and I, I get it. The Giants did the exact same thing. They blitzed the house and tried to make tackles before the line of scrimmage. Mike Vick was just so good. Three or four times he would slip the defenders and get wide open because they brought the whole blitz. If you get past mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage, there's no one around you for miles and miles. Yeah, and no, miles. you're done. Yeah, you're, you're high stepping. Lamar yeah. Jackson couldn't do that. They kept bringing the pressure. He's not as good as Mike Vick. I'll always say that. No so, one will be. No, nope. no, never. So if you can put up that same basic blueprint we've seen against these scrambling quarterbacks, we've seen it so many times before, and the Dolphins game was the perfect example of it. I don't know why I can't think of the Dolphins' name offhand, but 
If you can just do that, it's, it seems like a given, and the Patriots' defense is set up perfectly for it. we got linebackers like Jamie Collins who can cover all over the yard. we got exceptional safety help from Devin McCourty if need be. Mm-hmm. Bill can switch up this defense in millions of different ways, and he put Lamar Jackson in a body bag, and that's why I have the utmost confidence because we've seen it before. We've seen how to beat this team. Bill's going to take advantage of that. He watches every game in the league. Every I'm sure he watches when the Lions play the Dolphins and the Lions play the Giants and all these terrible teams that are all playing. He watches every snap from all those just to see if he can, you know, pick something up and bring it over to his team. He so I, 100%. So he's a real student master of the game. That's why I have the utmost faith. We've seen this before. There's no reason why this Patriots defense wouldn't do that again. Yeah. I mean, you, you took all the words out of my mouth. That's it. I mean, I don't, I'm not, not worried about the Ravens. Uh, also kind of just a, just kind of the cherry on top. I think John Harbaugh shits down his leg every single time he plays Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. I think that he's, he is obsessed with playing the victim whenever he plays the Patriots, whether it's the headsets don't work, whether it's this or that X, Y, and Z, they're running illegal plays with the offensive lineman being eligible, all this yep. fun stuff. Harbaugh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I'm not. I'm not worried because but I think the not Ravens only... always get up for that game. They're all the players are psyched, but you know, John Harbaugh is like, like you said, I'm scared. Where you're like, I think he almost outcoached himself, where he kind of thought too heavily about it and put himself in that coaching body bag, where it's like Bill will think, you know, two three steps ahead. He'll try and counter what he thinks. He's like, I think we should do this, but I really think they wouldn't expect if we did this. And like, mm-hmm. he'll have those moments, but he won't outcoach himself. He'll also play it very simply against the Bills. He's like, we're going to run it left. You know, we're going to run it left. We're going to keep running it left because you can't stop it. Can't so stop he'll, it. he'll do whatever it takes to win. And yep. at, at that point, he'll do the same play over and over again where the defense is expecting something different. He's like, I know they're expecting a pass here. Let's run it again. And it's like he's just always – it seems like he's always one or two steps ahead. He's even outthinking himself in the finest way, not destroying himself, not sabotaging. No, he he's – I think Belichick – the thing I think that you can say the most about Belichick, even if you don't – like say say you're too stubborn, you don't want to call him a genius, you don't want to call him a football yeah. genius, all this fun stuff, whatever. You well, know what he does, yeah, I guess. You're he wrong, stays – yeah, you're very wrong. He – he stays steadfast. He believes in what he believes. So if he thinks he believes in his game plan, he believes in his skills, he believes in his players. And I think that's part of why some of their losses look so bad. Cause I think he believes in his players, coaches game plan so much that sometimes it doesn't work out. So that, but, but he believes in it so much. He's like, no, it's going to come around. I, I believe in myself, my team, everybody else. Sometimes it doesn't work. The majority of the times it does. I think you have other coaches like uh, Harbaugh and Tomlin. We're going to get to him in a minute, not even. They just, they, they outthink themselves. They're like, oh no, yeah. we're going to, we're going to do this or, or times where they should stick with who they are. They try to do too much. And it's like, no, just have your game plan practice it all week. I think it, Patriots players say that they say, no, we, when we have good practices, we win because we practice exactly what we do. That's what it is. So I think, yep. I think Harbaugh, like you said, he outcoaches himself. Yeah. Um, and that's why and I will worried. give away tells too. He'll do the most obvious thing in the world and teams still won't expect what he's going to do. He'll put Nikhil Harry on the end of the line of scrimmage as sort of a tight end or out mm-hmm. in the slot. And other teams are like, this is where they're going to run. Nikhil can really only block like he, he couldn't catch a cold on Mount Everest. He, they're like not worried about him running around at all. So they see him out there and they're like, all right, this is going to be a run. But then 
in the back of the coach's mind, they're like, what if he's just doing this to fuck with me? Like, what yep. if he's just putting the yep. kill out there and he yep. wants, he wants me to think Nikhil can't catch anything. And then he's going to have Nikhil over the top. So then they're like, Oh my God, they're going to throw it deep to Nikhil or they're going to fake it to Nikhil and get somebody else down. Or maybe they'll run it the other way and it won't even be involved with Nikhil. So like, then they overthink nope. themselves. And then of course the two point conversion of Brandon Bolden against the bills goes right to Nikhil's direction. It's, he it's lays a, a mean crack block and the, defensive coach is like oh, i can't believe it uh they actually just did it why that's it all that it simple? is yeah. that's I, it, I i think i heard people saying that the the patriot when they ran the 32 times their game plan was so straightforward that it became tricky because yeah. at one point like i'm sure 15 runs in the bills defense was like yo he's not gonna fuck it. he's he's not gonna run it again everyone right? watched so, like i said everyone's just we like, were saying the that pass. the next one has to be a pass it has to no. be a pass. but see Each that's down. what bill does i think that he is just that's it's why it got and I, I didn't want this to be let's friggin', you know, give Bill his flowers, but let's yeah. do it anyways. Well, he we just have to. He he's not he sees it, he believes the team. He's like, No, I'm just gonna do this. You can think whatever you want. That's why when people say that the Patriots opponents beat themselves, this is what it is. Yeah. Belichick just does his thing. And people think that he's gonna do all these different things because he does do that sometimes. But oh, no, yeah. he's just, he's gonna run the ball 32 times in a row. Oh, Bill's, Bill's playing PC games with multiple monitors and a huge He's hard drive. All the, Everyone else is playing them. N64. They're not even in the same league. They're no. not close. No, they're not close. Speaking of not close, by the way, Buffalo Bills are the seventh seed in the AFC. Listen, listen, I want to let me let me just say something real quick, because I Bills fans, I, I know you're not listening because you're too uh, you're too you're too sad. You're too uh, soft to listen. S-A-W-F-T soft. You're too soft to listen to um, to this. Bills fans, what happened to you? Because last time I checked, last time I heard the last few years, you've been Bills Mafia. We throw our people through tables. You know, when our babies are born, we put them through tiny little tables. It's a, it's adorable, but we put them through tiny little tables because yeah, we're Bills Mafia. We don't give a shit. We're the underdogs. We, you know, do all this crazy pregame and stuff. Explain to me then how you guys have turned into the biggest group of whiny bitches I have ever seen. Let me elaborate real quick. Uh, we got people from last week to this week. I have been unfollowed by some people because maybe they're Bills fans. Maybe they didn't want to see the truth. I don't know who it is. Who knows? I know. Maybe you know. Who knows? Um, it's just like people, first of all, you talk all this shit and then all of a sudden you're like, why is everybody talking about the bills like this? Why is everybody talking about Josh Allen? That I don't care what happens, here. guys. Liam, Liam, I don't care what happens. Josh Allen is our guy. This is that's the Bills team that we this is what I saw people tweeting after they lost to the Bucks. This this is this is our Bills team. This is the team that we love. I don't, I know we lost, but this is it. You had Josh Allen after the game. Picture. Try to picture Tom Brady or even Mac Jones saying this. Josh Allen being like, yeah, you know, but you know, um, this is this is this is the Bills team that we are. This is the team that we like. I'm 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 proud of the game we played, all that stuff. Oh, you just lost in crushing fashion. And I know, I, I know you're not gonna come up there and say that, oh, this team sucks and all that. You have fans, players, coaches of that team sitting there be taking moral victories. Yeah, moral victories. How far have you fallen from last year saying the AFC East is ours? 2021 is our year. You wait 2020. We take it from the Pats 2021. We take the entire league by storm. You're Super the seventh Bowl. seed. You might not even make the Super Bowl dumbasses. 
I don't understand. I don't get how you get one year in the spotlight. Your team can't handle the number, the first place schedule and your fan base can't handle the first, the first place criticism. You guys are soft as baby shit. Stop acting like you're this, you're, you're, you know, the new big team. You're not, you're the little brother. Enjoy another 15 years of mediocrity because Mac <laughs> Jones is going to destroy you now. Later. And guess what? When you play the Pats in two weeks, the Pats are going to run off. All over your ass because you know what the Bills defense is going to do. You know what their dumb coach Sean McDermott's going to do. We talked about it last week. They're going to say, "Oh, they're going to pass a bunch now." We're going to no. You know what? Thirty-three straight runs, bitch. Yep. That's what you're going to get. I am so sick of Bills fans. If you're going to dish it out, take it. I dish out so much shit, and if you want to give it back to me, please, please do. Please yeah, do because guess means. what? That is the fun of being a fan. I'm not going to be civil with you because it's sports. We are talking shit. I'm yeah. going to talk so much shit about the Bills that week. And should. guess what? If the Pats lose, I will eat my humble pie. I won't yeah. sit there and be like, oh, but guys, like, I just, uh, Josh Allen, uh, Matt Jones was so good. Did you see him? This is my team. I love them. I'm going to be like, fucking goddamn Patriots. Screw shit. you, Bills. All that you made stuff. me look like an idiot. I'm sorry, dude. I, I just had to get off my chest. Yeah. Bills fans have been pissing me off this week. Can somebody put out an APB on those Bills fans who are christened through that little table? Oh, God. There needs to be an Amber Alert for some of those young Bills fans because in the last couple of years, it's got real quiet. They were so excited. They were so hyped. The Patriots dynasty is coming to an end. Tom Brady's clearly on the way out. He's not happy. Tom Brady leaves. They're like, oh, it's all us. And now it seems like since then, it's got real quiet from Bill's nation. Real Bill's quiet. mafia quieted down. And I need an Amber alert on where these kids are that were raised Bill's fans, that were Chris. Where are the, the babies? Bills because they grew up, figured out the Bills suck. And they like a different team now. Right now, they're rooting for the Bucs. They're rooting for the Packers. They're rooting for teams that are actually good. They are not rooting for the Bills. And there is silence, absolute silence. These kids grew up and was like, wow, my parents really support this shit franchise. <laughs> they're like, damn, well, I might become a Chargers fan. I might become a Rams fan. And they're just spreading Rams, out and that's disappearing. It, Rams, Rams, we yeah. need an Amber Alert because these kids have gone missing. I have no idea where these young Bills fans are, but they are not on Twitter. They are not in any circle that I follow. They're not on Instagram. Dead silence. The heartbeat is... They're gone. They're gone. The bill, the bills are in their own head. When you have, when you have your coach sitting there afraid to give credit to bill Belichick. And then did you see what clip Kingsbury did? Uh, the Cardinals coach to Belichick, oh. they were talking about um, cause Kingsbury is one of the um, potential coach of the year uh, candidates. Right. So they asked him, they were like, you know, you know, how's it feel to be, you know, you Belichick, they brought up Belichick in, you know, the coach of the year thing with him and cliff Kingsbury was like, until he retires, I, I don't think anybody else should get that, should get that, uh, should get that award. And guess what, guys? Cardinals fans didn't freak out. The Arizona didn't implode. You can give Hall of Fame all-time players, coaches, their flowers when they're here yeah. and not be so mentally soft to not do that. And that's what Sean McDermott did. You got the Bill safeties saying, you know, complaining about a question that was asked. And sure, should the reporter have been like, was it embarrassing? Maybe not, but you're going to answer like a little child. Like, like, come on, I, I get it. Players have no problem giving those top props to Tom Brady too. They're like, he's been doing it so long. Every year he should win MVP. Yeah. Every year players are always saying Tom 
Tom Brady is definitively until he retires the best quarterback, but yep. Bill doesn't get that same love because he is in charge of 53 guys. He's in charge yep. of a small army of dogs. That's going to come after you. And they don't want to give praise to him because it drips down the umbrella and all yep. over a bunch of players for a team that they hate. That and they it hate is so hard. It is so hard for them to keep praise on. Bill. They, they don't want to do that. At least no. Tom Brady's pretty. At least Tom Brady smiles and winks at you with his supermodel wife and him oh, tongue yeah. kissing his kids and stuff like that. <laughs> at least he's visually appealing to look at besides the throat punching. And But Bill, he's just this old man that lives up in this dark chamber he's in the my town. He's the great yeah, Mount he Crumpus. Lives, he lives Crumpus. in my town in this gated away neighborhood, not near anyone else in this dingy palace where he occasionally crawls out of his den hops in his car i imagine it's like a 1968 ford pickup that he turns on dust spews out of yeah. the back yeah he just rattles Roll up windows seat. yep yep all the security guards are like hi bill he's like uh, he just goes right in and people are like i don't like bill i don't he our, our coach is coach of the year really because no he fucking not Every year, it is big, bad Billy Belichick because he will do whatever it takes to win. We're going to run the ball 30 whatever fucking times in a row. We're going to do it. If we're going to pass on your ass, then we're going to pass on your ass. Hell, if we need to win off special teams, then God damn it, we're blocking punts and we're returning kicks and you're going to lose. Whatever needs to be done. There's no solid game plan for the Patriots. Every week, it's who are we playing? What are they bad at? Let's just do a lot of what they're bad at. Yeah, no, and that's just it. And kind of, we will actually, that you said that, it made me think of something that the uh, Colts linebacker said. We'll talk about that when we do our little Colts preview in a little bit. Um, you want to know why, and I just had this epiphany. I think I know why people give give their props to Brady right now. Brady's got another couple of years in him, probably, right? Hopefully not. So I think players are like, ah, you know, he's on his way out. Let's, let's give him his props. The NFL knows that Bill Belichick is going to be around for another decade At there least. is going to be another so guess what they are what we talk about fear with patriots fans there's fear with the nfl world right now yeah. they don't want to give belichick his props because they know that he's going to be around forever he's going to oh, be yeah. around for another 10 15 they're afraid years. they're going to wheelchair him in on oxygen when he's like 99 years old like in spongebob yep. when they go to that person's house to sell chocolate and it's basically like oh the skeleton um, uh, yeah the skeleton yeah. that's gonna be bill on the sidelines like zone blitz it is with a hoodie that's what it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be um i still by the way can't get over that he did a, a zero blitz at the end of that bills game that was just incredible, incredible, so, incredible and that's the thing. thing he'll do whatever it takes and that's why i said with the lamar jackson game he'll run that fucking play all day if it yep, stops lamar jackson he'll Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, let's try it again. They're yeah. probably expecting us to drop in coverage. Nah, blitz them. Blitz the shit out of them. No, blitz them. And then they're going to be like, oh, we got to block the blitz. Nope, we drop yeah. back. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bills fans, uh, guys, first of all, you, you lost to the Patriots. You thought you were done with them. Then you lost to Tom Brady. So kind of a double nut kick there. Yeah, now um, I would suggest the parents start switching teams. There's no shame. There's no shame. You can cut your <laughs> losses. In fact, you can completely pretend like you've been a fan of the team the entire time. Just start Googling <laughs> history of the Packers. Get real familiar with Brett Favre. They'll Here's let you in. They'll let you go in. back. Yeah, they will. They titled down. So they say, start I looking know. up Bart Starr. Start getting into the history. Oh, my God, was a huge Packers fan. Whatever it takes, lie through your teeth. Just make sure you're not a Bills fan at the end of the day. Save yourself some misery. No, and, and the Bills, by the way, and this is going to, I actually want to talk about this next player in a second. Bills are playing the Panthers next week. Um, I think that if, if the Bills lose to the Panthers, 
Pack it up. It's go over. Home. It's go over. Home. It is fully um, over. And by they the will. way, speaking, they will speaking of someone, it is it is over for. Um, Cam Newton has been benched his last two starts. Uh, Liam, I want to pose a certain question to you. I was I I was flabbergasted when you said this. I was flat out shocked. I was um, I don't even know the words. I can't even think of the words because it it they escaped me just like this take did from you. You said that if Cam Newton was starting, the Patriots would be undefeated, or they would have had more wins than when Mac. It was a few weeks ago, so you know I you know I, I understand. As you grow, you get smarter, and I understand that, Liam. And I hope that you did get smarter. Now that we've seen Cameron Jarrell Newton, that's his name, correct? Actually, rhetorical question. I know that's his name. You cannot. I know you're upset. Now that we've seen Cam Newton play, and just know I take no pleasure in this because I do like Cam Newton. I think he's a great guy. Um, I do have my reservations with him on the football field, but otherwise I think that he, he he's a great guy, football player. Meh, I can kind of do without him. It depends. Do you still think that the Patriots would be undefeated or have more wins with Cam? I got benched twice Newton on their team under center. The floor is yours, Liam McDade. Let me preface by saying. Preface, please. Do you like Mike Tyson? He was good in the hangover. Yeah, I like him. Okay. Well, if you've known anything about Mike Tyson, you know he is ferocious in interviews. And when people ask Mike Tyson the wrong question, he buckles down, he snaps. <laughs> and usually it ends with him telling the interviewer, fuck you, kiss my ass, and shit like that. So let me preface by saying, I'll eat your children. Fuck you. My defense is impregnable. I'll murder you and fuck you in the ass. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to preface by saying that. Yes, yes, I stand by that take. Oh, yes, dude, I firmly, on. I firmly believe this team would be just as good oh. with Cam Newton right now. In fact, they probably would have started out the year a little stronger and maybe had one or two more wins. I think, you dumb boy, no, because look at this Panthers team, look at how bad they collapsed after their 4 0 start. This team is a shell of itself on offense and defense, they no longer have confidence. This team is just not built to succeed. It might start from the coach. It might just be player personnel issues. They're just not a good team. So last game, me being the homer I am, put an ungodly amount of money on Cam Newton rushing touchdown and over 30 yards. He had that in the first quarter. So I think in this game, Cam was kind of set up for failure. The team's not good. The receivers aren't that good besides more. He goes out there, he throws a pick six, he gets benched. Everyone's flipping out, Cam's done, Cam's washed, Cam's bad, blah, blah, blah. They bring in P.J. Walker, a more than capable backup. I'm a huge P.J. Walker guy, so Cam's benched. After throwing the pick six, they bring in P.J. Walker, who comes in, immediately throws a pick six. So P.J. Walker goes to the bench, Cam Newton comes back in, finishes the game. It is not a product of the quarterback, and it's not the quarterback's fault. This offense doesn't work. This offense isn't good. Whether it's not built around the players or whether the players can't match the offensive scheme, it is not Cam's fault. It is not the quarterback's fault. We are seeing Matt Stafford right now 
ball out as an MVP candidate with 33 touchdowns and single-digit turnovers. He's comparable numbers to Tom Brady right now. And he went through his whole career on Detroit where no one gave a shit what Matt Stafford did. People said Matt Stafford wasn't good. There are mixed reviews on Matt Stafford and his time in Detroit. Now he's proving that he's a damn good quarterback because he's got a good team around him. This team is not good. No quarterback on a bad team is going to succeed. We've seen Carson Palmer on the Raiders be terrible for two years. Awful. Multiple picks. Not good. Then after that, goes to the Cardinals, goes to multiple NFC championship games, a hair away from the Super Bowl two times, one of which was a Hail Mary that made him not go to the Super Bowl. I think you just can't succeed with a bad team like this. And the proof was in the pudding in that game. Cam Newton picks six, backup comes in, immediately a pick. There's just, you can't win. No quarterback can win in this situation. If Aaron Rodgers is on this team, they're not doing a whole lot better. It's not Cam's fault. It is a product of a bad team. And if you are a dependent position like the quarterback, you need people to block, you need people to get open, you need running backs to do well. That's three things right there, and that's not even scratching the surface of what quarterbacks need. If those guys aren't playing up to par, the quarterback's not going to be good. You can carry a team for as long as you want. Eventually, if you have a bad team, shit's going to fall apart. It's not Cam Newton's fault. It's a bad team. Mm. He's just getting the bad rap here. Okay, so in – in all those words that you said, do you want to know what's funny? Not once did you tell me why the Patriots would be have a better record or be undefeated with Cam Newton. Instead, all you did was defend him on his by by because and you know I will give you this: the Panthers, not a great team, good defense, no. good defense. You said very yourself, after offense. that Patriots team, you said this team is not good. Especially, and there's a reason especially the with McCaffrey. Off. McCaffrey's out too, so I get yep. that. I get that. So Cam Newton, once again, and again, this is why the the Cam Newton lovers, and there's a difference between Cam Newton fans, lovers, and whatever you know, I that's am. That's just it. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know, but well, you know, I'll call you a Cam Newton stand. You know, I like Eminem. He invented the word stand, so okay. we'll say that. So or he invented the meaning I agree for with it. That. So, um, um, you know, so I, I I would say you're a Cam Newton stand. The those people will use this excuse again where it's, ah, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's not, he doesn't have a full deck of cards to work with, which again, sure. Look at the Washington game though. When Christian McCaffrey was there, they played a good game. Kim played well. Two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown and just barely lost because his defense couldn't hold on because the team's bad. They They lost, lost, right? But they lost because the defense couldn't stop the offense and Washington was just able to run the clock down. Yes, you're right. It wasn't hell. But if Cam Newton is on a superior team like the New England Patriots with a rookie quarterback who has made his fair share of mistakes, even early in the season, especially early early in the season is what I mean. Cam Newton's going to cut down on those mistakes early in the season. Cam Newton opens up the playbook in a different way than Mac Jones. It's almost a completely different playbook with Cam Newton. So it'd be hard to exactly it's a bad say. Playbook. It's a shortened it's not, playbook. It's not a it bad is a playbook. shortened playbook. You have to admit it's, it's not, a shortened it's playbook. It's not shortened. He has, How is it not? Because he can he can still make every throw. What? Yes. What do you mean what? Not not on a consistent at all basis. No, you know what? Okay. Even if he can make all the throws, even if he can, let, let's just, let's just live in this imaginary world. You want to live. It's not imaginary. It is imaginary. We do not know you and Cam Newton share this world. That's it. Say, <laughs> say, say in this world, you guys live in. I just don't think Cam Newton on the new England Patriots is a fit. I do not say he's on a team. And I'm not saying he has to go to anybody on the team. Patriots is a fit. Anyone on the Patriots? Cam Newton wasn't. 
they can make it fit. It doesn't ah, matter. We're a genius team. Hell, yeah. if we brought in Terrell Pryor at quarterback, we'd still win 10 games. Jesus, Terrell Pryor. Okay. Um, well, okay. So I thought you know, I, I thought that we were gonna get some sort of common sense on this podcast. I guess we were. What do you mean? Um, okay, so, you said as I grow older, I get smarter. I so, have so you must have regressed. You Benjamin Button. No, no, in fact, I from the time you asked me this the first time to now, my intellect is far superior than it was before. Shut and up. now, now I truly see it is definitely not cam's fault that we had a bad year last year and he is again suffering from a tough situation here it is that's true i I, I will give you that that's true he is and i think in in this in this team like think about the early losses that we had all we need is like one extra first down one extra you know a couple inches a cam newton run up the middle gets that every time that's a go-to play that's a gimme play that's an extra touchdown every game that cam's gonna get a rush oh what the fuck what do you mean no you know we're not we're not gonna do this cam will rush for a touchdown in every game cam newton in that first game against the dolphins cam newton would have had zero to do with that because we lost that game look at at the dolphins look at the dolphins game game last year look at the dolphins game last year we beat the Dolphins last year. Cam last year. two rushing tubs. Yeah, I know. But it's still basically the same team. Nothing's yes, changed. True. They, ha- they haven't got anyone new besides Jalen Wall. It's the same team, same circumstance. In fact, the Patriots are the only difference because their team is better than it was last year. They are. So What's Jalen Waddle up to, by the way? What's he he's doing? killing it. He's killing he, it. He, I don't even want to talk right? about it. I feel like I've seen him. I feel like I've seen him do well. Him. Okay, yeah. But, okay, um, oh, that you hate Alabama, guys. This is why you want Mac. This is why you want Cam Newton on the team. No, 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 no. You no, don't no, like no, Mac Jones. No, no, no. I didn't say that. There are a few exceptions. I love. You said it with your eyes. I did. I would kill a small village with a pencil for Sean Alexander. And he's from, we from Alabama. He's from Alabama. There are a few Joe Namath. I mean, that dude's orgy city. That dude has a girthy cock. And I love that guy. But there are plenty of Alabama guys that I mostly don't like. And it's just the overall stereotype. I hate Alabama guys until they prove me different. Max proved me different. I like him. I'm a fan. But wide in part, I like Tua. I like Tua. But why? Uh, I don't. I don't know about Tua. Wide part, I, I hate Alabama guys. Okay. Well, you I, know, what, I hate ben, Auburn guys too. But I love Cam Newton. So I tried to. I, I tried. I tried to extend the um, the olive branch to you. You decided to just. And I took that shit, it snapped away. it over my knee, and showed you what's good that you don't need an olive branch. You took that. You know what he did? You broke it. Just like Cam Newton is a broken man. No, he is done. I think, okay, no, you know what? How about this? How about this? I will, I'll, I'll try to meet you. It's not halfway, but I'll try to meet you somewhere. I think if Cam Newton was on a team that was not as shitty as the Panthers, I don't think he would look as bad, but comma, I still don't think the way this Patriots team is working right now, it would not work with Cam Newton strictly because Think about it this way. The Patriots right now are a running team. They're running backs. That's what I mean by a running team. You're not going to be able to do that all the time with Cam Newton. I'm sorry, because you're going to have a, just because you have Cam Newton, you're going to have to switch the playbook. You're going to have to have a lot more RPOs, all that stuff. I don't think RPOs work with McDaniels and Belichick. I think it could work, but I think it would take more than a year to work out. Again, it's not that I don't like Cam Newton. I like Cam Newton, the, the, the man, the player, I'm okay with that. I didn't like that he didn't dive on the fumble in the Super Bowl. I think everybody bring goes back to that, which again, like that's 
I definitely shit on him too much when that happened, but uh, I don't think that that's who he is as a player. I think he was a really good quarterback who just, I don't think he's that good anymore. I think he should be a starter. He should be a starter in the league, not for the Panthers though, because I think the Panthers need a complete revamp of their team. I don't think that, I don't think that Cam Cam Newton going there was never going to, going to solve their issues. I don't, I don't think that's what it was. Okay, well, if that's your idea of meeting in the middle, then you're being stood up, and I'm not showing up. I'm not meeting you in the middle there. I think with the Patriots and this running game and how dynamic it is, you can open that up tenfold. You can expand on that running game. You can be a bigger running team. You can have quarterback bootlegs, read options. You can open up the playbook tenfold, make this a hell of a running team with Cam Newton as well just as valuable a running asset as Damian Harris in this offense. Sorry. I had to, I had to turn around. I can't, I can't look at you. I don't, I don't want to see the word. Cause I think if I see the words coming out of your mouth, it makes it real. If I turn away, it's oh, just it's like, real. if I turn away, I think it's just that like, it's as like, real as a donut, like, like the devil in my head. That's, that, that's telling me the, that, that, you know, the, the devil is always trying to steer you in the wrong way. Right. So I think that's what you're trying to do. Intentions. No, no, no. The path to hell is paved with Cam Newton as your starting quarterback. No. Um, if you call <laughs> Super Bowl hell, then sure. What? Like 10 years ago. Okay. Anyways. No, no. Went to the Super Bowl. You can't take it away from him. You know he went to the Super Bowl 10 years ago. That was Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, like, bro, if you're that good, make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, come on. But yeah, yeah I digress. Broken so, toe. So, but anyway, though. Cam trade Newton, Mac Jones um, for Cam Newton. No, never. I would, I would, um, I would actively, I would, I, I, I would, I would assassinate myself if that happened. I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> I think you're going to assassinate um, yourself. Although Cam Newton, I do hope though, I will say, even though I, I'm not a big fan of him on the Patriots, I do hope that he doesn't retire or fade into, you know, like the weird quarterback irrelevancy. I hope that he goes to a team that needs him. I hope that he goes to, you know, I mean, shit, I think he would do better on the Jets, to be honest. Like if we're, Probably. if we're, like I just think the Panthers, they they gave him a bad deck. We we differ on where we think Cam Newton's at, but I just kind of wanted to bring up the Panthers there just because I knew that I knew where it would go. Yeah. Um damn right. And I'm here every time. You know where this destination leads, and I'm not leaving. Speaking of the Panthers, um, and I, I think we I think we texted about it, I think, but um remember when everybody said that when Stefan Gilmore left, this was gonna be like the worst, uh like the worst decision that uh Belichick has made. Yeah, I do remember that. And now it almost seems like that's the worst decision Stefan Gilmore ever made. Huh? Kind of is because he kind of went the route of how many, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey Flowers went to the Lions. Yep. Um, it's Danny kind Amendola. Of, it, Danny Amendola went away. Danny Woodhead went away. Um, I think Don't so many me. people, St- Stephen Ridley. Well, again, th- those are people that I guess the Patriots. Pretty sure Stephen Ridley died when uh, he went, uh, Bernard he, Pollard he, decapitated him. He's still floating. I could have sworn I saw him like earlier this year. He's still floating around. I wish. Like the ghost of Stephen Ridley. But um, it's just, it's another one of these players that just go because they think, you know, they're still good, but they're going to these teams that aren't yeah. going to win anything. So it's just like, yeah, cool. Stephon Gilmore, you're going to be known as a great player who never won anything, which like yeah. is a shame. Um, but yeah, so that, that was just kind of the Panthers. I just it's a classic to, case you know, of the evil that you don't know isn't always better than the evil that you do know. Exactly. Exactly. And I know the evil that Cam Newton is. So I'm happy that Mac Jones is here. Um, I said that as you were drinking your drink, so you would not be able to respond. Um, I don't, <laughs> he's stupid. Um, 
but yeah, you know, I, I, I just thought Fuck. it was funny. Uh, the Chargers, by the way, Chargers won uh, this weekend. I, you, there is not a person on this earth that can convince me that the Chargers are a threat to the Patriots. Um, Justin Herbert is a very good quarterback unless he plays Bill Belichick. So I am not worried at all about uh, the Chargers. Um, I don't care if they have a fully healthy team. I don't, none of it matters to me because Bill Belichick knows how to beat the Chargers. So it is what it is. Um, so right now in the AFC, you have a three-way tie for first, even though the Patriots are still in first because of conference record. It is your Patriots as the number one seed. Titans as the number two seed. You do hold the tiebreaker over the Titans, which is nice. Chiefs are the third seed, still nine and four. Ravens are eight and five. Then you've got the Chargers, Colts, and Bills. Um, I think really the only team that I might be afraid of, just because we haven't played them yet, is the Colts. But we will talk about them in a second. Oh, did you hear the Titans are getting Derrick Henry back for the playoffs? Yeah, but they they said that earlier too. I think that's like the goal. I don't. If he comes it it back, seemed unrealistic to me. I thought he was out. If he comes back, though, is it going to be one of those things where he comes back and it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like he comes back and he's more, he's at like 70%. Um, hey, 70% Derrick Henry is about 20% better than most of the league. So That's true, but I don't know. I think if he does come back, I'm not, I'm not scared of anybody. Like, let's just call this exactly what it is. I'm not afraid of the Titans, even if they have Derrick Henry, because if you do end up playing the Titans, odds are you're going to play them in the second round um, or the second. Uh, yeah, no, the second round, if anything. Um, so, I mean, that's another game under Henry's belt. Maybe he gets a little nicked up that game. I, who I'm knows? afraid of the Colts. I don't. So so that's what I was going to say. So um, so we we will talk about the Colts. Do you? Do you have any anything that's been kind of on your mind in this bye week that you want to bring up that you wanted to uh, that you want to kind of go over talk about with the Pats everything before we before we dive into the Colts? Um, I mean, we basically covered all the bases. There's a lot, big revolving door of injury guys. Who's got COVID? Who's actually hurt? Who's playing? Who's not playing? You were talking about how we get Josh back this week, which is big time. He's, you know, the defense has been fine without him, but that's another linebacker that's going to come in there and rush the passer. And he's been phenomenal when he's played. So scary hours for anyone else we're playing. Not only but, him, you get, uh, you get, I do want to, you get Joshua Bledsoe are the sixth round pick, the safety that everybody yeah. saying is like a McCordy type. He's activated. So he'll probably be playing too. So this is first know. game back. First game that he's a rookie. This is it. This wow. is his first game. Unlike Ronnie Perkins, who refuses to play football, refuses to play football. And I think he's going to be one of the best picks of, of the last couple of years. But Joshua Bledsoe, though, Joshua, not sure if I like him. He spells his name J-O-S-H-U-A-H. I don't know uh, what the age. I don't. I don't know what the. Oh, it sounds like Josiah. Yeah, it, it, it's like Joshua. Like I don't. I'm not sure if I like it. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like it. But either way, um, I guess he can. He can cover really well. So that'll be nice to see him play. But uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. So yeah, you no, said you, we get Uche back. Uche, yeah, huge, big time, huge. And it's just extra pressure. Another reason to sub some dude out. The backup, which would be Uche, was is just as capable as the starter is. So. It, just makes it harder on the defenses. Give the starter a rest, then he comes in, and he's just as good as the starter. You, there's really no rest for this defense. We are a deep team. No matter mm-hmm. what, you're fucked against these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you have him. And not only that, you got Jamie Collins, who is back now. 
Always great. Uh, you get, I guess, Adrian, um, he's Adrian Phillips is going to be back. He, yep. he had the injury against the bills. Um, I guess it wasn't serious because he's back. That's he, what I was afraid of. If he, got he met up. with the media today. Uh, he met with the media this week. So I guess he's going to be back. That's what he said. He said when he got hurt, he said, Oh crap. Yeah. So I don't know if he thought something got popped, something got broken, pulled something like that, but he's back. Um, so it's just funny. You have the whole league, you know, you know, almost, you know, on the upwards, almost a hundred COVID cases, Patriots probably as healthy as they've been all year. I want to say, especially if you get, uh, if you get Uche coming back, you got Bledsoe, you got the, the rookie, he's coming back. God knows it's going to go on with Ronnie Perkins. He probably won't play because they just want to do that to me. But um, I mean, Hightower, everybody's healthy. You have all these players. And then you got the rookies, the young guys who are resting. They took this week to rest. I mean, I, except actually, you did you hear Mac Jones had uh, he was on the injury report? Yeah, thumb, thumb. Um, yeah, the not that about? not great, uh, not great. I hope that that's nothing. Uh, I guess he practiced today, full participant. Um, you know, he had a glove on his left hand and all that fun stuff. But I hope that's nothing. At least it's on his non-throwing hand, so that's good. Yeah, um, definitely less concern. I mean, we saw Brady get stitches in his hand and then go out there and beat Jacksonville. So, like, I'm not worried about any Patriots quarterbacks with a thumb injury until proven otherwise. Yeah, no, no. I think, uh, I think, I think, I think he should be good. Hopefully, um, but yeah, like I said, this past team is healthy and kind of sticking with Mac Jones. Did you hear? Um, I, I guess we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of move on to the um, move on to the Colts here. But uh, you know, before we do. I do always want to say it. Couch Guy Sports, guys. Couch Guy Sports is who um, that that's who we're that's who we're repped by. Without them, we wouldn't be here right now. Um, without them, you would still have Liam uh, Liam on the Rafters podcast talking about the Celtics. Who, by the way, uh, quick uh, Celtics minute. How do you feel, by the way, about the Celtics? Uh, they make me super happy, and then they make me want to swan dive into a wood chipper. Really high mountains, low valleys, pendulum swings hard both ways. They just beat the Bucs, who is one of the better teams in the league. I've always thought the Bucs suck. Yeah. I hate Giannis, but they are one of the better teams. But And they'll beat the Lakers by like 37 points. Then they'll lose to the Pistons. They'll lose to these bad teams, and there's just no consistency. We got Jalen Brown back, which is tight, and we really need that, but – I'm at this point where I've been talking to my co-host and I'm like, I'm not satisfied with this last year. We were 500. We are unspectacular. I can't take another year of 500 regular basketball in Boston. It's championships or nothing. All four sports, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, you're winning. If you're not winning, there's something wrong. So we need to make changes. I want smart gone. I want Schroeder on the trade block. I need to see what there is out there, what we can get back. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, so that's funny. So I don't, uh, I am not just a Patriots fan. I am a full on new England sports fan. In fact, I have Boston tattooed on my back. Each letter is a different, you know, team type of letter. So as you know, the B is Red Sox. The O is a hockey puck. The S is the Red Sox, the T baseball bat, you know, a basketball, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I'll agree with the Celtics. Um, I don't, I, and again, this is not a Celtics podcast, but it was a bye week So give us a goddamn break. Um, you you gotta stop wasting Tatum and Brown's years here. I'm like, um, I'm sorry, I'm sick of the bullshit. Like, oh, it seems like the last couple of years it's been, oh, but this was still a fun team, and you know they were still, oh, they were so good, but they just kind of 
No, fuck that. You have yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like those two players right Tatum's there. Tatum's been bad though. Tatum's be. been bad. That's the thing. So it, it's almost like nothing's coming together at the right time. Marcus Smart, I'm kind of with you there. I love God, Marcus I Smart, him. but at this point, dude, like I've hated him for it, years. Honestly, get out. Take you yeah. and your three-point shooting and get out. Oh okay. God, I don't awful. care. Uh, I love Al Horford, though. I'll say that till yeah. the day I die. Love he, Al Horford. He's so old and he's having one of his best seasons he ever. Is. Like he's but so again, reliable. you're wasting it, which is the part. And God, see, I don't want to talk about the Celtics. They piss me off. Yeah. I, oh, it's I, I've written about the Celtics when I wasn't with Couch Guy. I was writing my own thing. Sully's thought stop blog. I, the, the, the Celtic. Yeah. Yeah. My last name Sullivan folks. Sully. Uh, the, the Celtics piss me off. I, I don't want a fun team. I don't want like a team that's like, Oh, like, yeah, they're cool to watch and they'll get into the playoffs and, you know, they might win around. No, fuck that. We are, this is Boston. This is championship. This is title town, not green Bay. Like, cause it seems like the only team that wants to do that right now is the Patriots and kind of the Bruins. That's it. So all I can think of when I hear Sully's thoughts is like you and a Hugh Hefner robe posting blog posts with like all these supermodels. And it's like Sully's thoughts. And it's like you with all these. these so I never thought of that, but I think, I think that might be uh, maybe, maybe when I fly up to, to you, we'll do that. We'll both wear robes. Yes, I meant to say that I've been looking at games. You have it. Okay, good. Okay. We will, we will, we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, but yeah, anyways, that Celtics minute or that Celtics five minutes, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Couch Guy Sports, which is brought to you by Shocked Energy. Um, you guys have heard us talk about this a lot. Um, I'm not I'm not bullshitting you when I say that Shocked Energy is a very good energy drink. Again, you can get whatever box you want. They come in boxes. You mix them up, put them in the drink. Boom, 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 boom. This is the little spoon motion I'm doing right here. Yeah. Kind of like you're cooking crack, but it's not. But it gives you the same energy as crack. Yeah, crack. Awesome. Have you ever tried snorting it? Have you, I, I haven't, maybe, maybe we'll do that live when I go up there too. Who knows? Um, but honestly, shocked energy, go get it again. We always talk about the watermelon box, whatever flavored box you want. Boxes are great. We all love boxes. Me, Liam, they're the best. Huge box. Um, if you, yeah, yeah. Big, big, big box podcast. Um, get the watermelon box, go to shockedenergy.com CGSN. You get 10% off a whole 10% off. So, you know, if you spend a hundred dollars, you get 10 bucks off. I don't know why you spend a hundred dollars. If you want to go ahead, you want to be energized for the whole week. Uh, CGSN at checkout shockenergy.com. Go get shocked right now. I, I like that. Go get shocked. That, that's a, that's a go good shock. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a good energy for, yeah. Go shock yourself. Oh, go shock shit. Yourself. look at that. The people that shocked need to need to like, let, let me do, do the slogans. Um, so, without further ado, Liam, you want to talk about the Colts? I would love to. This so, is a big game. This is a tremendous game. Before and we get into any any stats, anything like that at all, like you said, this game, and I feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like we've been saying this, what, the last three or four weeks? This is the biggest game of the year. I think this is the biggest game of the year because yeah. the Colts right now, they're in the playoffs. They they will make the playoffs. I have no doubt that they will. They're the sixth seed right now. I don't see how they don't make the playoffs. Um, the the Colts, kind of similar to the Bills. They're actually kind of similar to the Patriots. Like it, just in how their offense is run and everything. I don't know. This game, it, it's in Indy. So you're in a dome. So there's going to be no, no elements, anything like that. I'm excited to see Mac Jones in a dome. Very excited to see that. You saw I want him to see in how Atlanta. that works. Kind of killed it. 
he yeah yeah he kind of worked well but now that he's kind of in the in fully ingrained in the offense i kind of want to see what happens with him um but yeah the colts colts are a good team obviously they have jonathan taylor there um but again before we get into the stats would you say this is a bigger game see i don't know if i want to say this i think i have my answer now that i'm saying it would you say this is a bigger game than last week's game no, I wouldn't. No, right? Okay, yeah. Just because just because of the divisional factor, and that's basically the sole reason yep. for me. I think this is, like you said, a team of equal caliber. The Bills are a good team. They have the same record, seven and six now after the Bills just lost, but they are a team of equal caliber. When the Colts played the Bills, everyone was like, "These are basically the same team," and then the Colts ended up whooping that ass. So they proved that. If anything, the Colts are slightly better this year. Mm -hmm. Even though they killed them, I think they're only slightly better. I think they just had it that week. They had all the momentum, and Jonathan Taylor was on a huge buildup, huge rise, and they were just like, give him the rock. So I think these are extremely similar teams. Both wins mean a ton. Now that the Patriots are so high in the standings and they kind of need this win, because let's face it, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins to end the season are Wins. two slam slam dunk games. We're going to win those. We have yep. to win those. Yep. So this is the last hurdle. If you're on the track and you're hurdling, this is your last one, and you want to finish with style. So let's let's attack this. It seems like an ultimate trap game where the Patriots, if they're going to lose any game, it seems like they could lose this one. And yeah, you can't lose focus. This is the last big opponent, the last, this is the final mortal combat boss, basically. And you got to take yeah. this dude down with all your might. I mean, there's a three-way tie for first place, all with the same record. Obviously we have beaten the Titans. So we're above them, but identical records across the board. This is a huge win. We need this. Cause I, I don't trust the chiefs to lose another game. Their schedule is very easy. They play the Steelers. That's also a slam dunk game. The yeah. Titans, Titans have uh, their divisions terrible. They have Jacksonville one more time, or maybe it's Houston one more time or something like that. They have one or two more easy games on there that they're guaranteed to win. The Patriots need this. Yeah, they do. And, and, you know, I mean, I mean, you said this is going to be the big test for them. I know that after this game, you have the bills, but you you've already played the bills and you have it. You gave them nothing in the way of passing offense. So I I, like, and it's at home. So who knows? It might be cold. The bills might piss down their legs again. Who knows? Um, I I just, I don't, I I'm not worried about the bills game in, in Foxborough. Like you, so like you said, this is the game. I do agree that last week's game was the, and it will stay the biggest game of the season because that's a reason. I mean, that game alone, what it did, it, it sent, it, it, it upped your conference record. You have the best conference record by a mile, by the way. Yeah, six and one, close. I think, six, or six and one or seven and one or some shit like that. There is So even if you lose to the Bills at home, which I don't think you will, you still beat them out, even if you end up with the same record because you have a better conference record. That So that game was huge. This game, it, probably the second biggest one, though, because like you said, there's a lot riding on it. Even if you lose this game, I'm not worried. I think the Patriots are making the playoffs no matter what this year. I'm yeah. not worried about that. What I'm starting to think about now, which, by the way, it's fucking awesome to think about this as a Patriots what a fan luxury. right now. It, it is a real luxury because guess what, guys? It, it's all we got. We said it last week, the week We're before. Locked in. It, it's, you know, shit, the more shit changes, the more it stays the same. Um, 
So, I, so now I'm starting to think, okay, like that bye week would help out because you get, you know, Mac another bye week. You get the rookie, make sure everybody's healthy. Uh, home field advantage is awesome. You don't have a rookie quarterback or a rookie running back, not just Mac. Like, let's just talk about the whole team. You don't have all, you don't have, you know, you don't have to travel. You know, you get to stay home. You get your home cooking. You get your home uh, yeah. locker. You get your home uh, rituals and all that yeah. stuff. You get your home field advantage, which I think in the playoffs, the Patriots have a huge home field advantage, not oh only with God. the weather, but with the fans themselves. Uh, yeah, I, I, playoff game, amazing. Um, so this game, huge, huge for the Patriots. Um, I think so. The Colts. The Colts defense, by the way, they are the 12th rated pass defense. So they're a sneaky good defense. They I have a lot thought, of see, but I thought they were better against the pass. The Patriots, by the way, third rated pass defense, you know, humble. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely no makes deal. sense. But so, you know, I don't, it's not a team that you can't pass on. Right. But when you go to their, um, their rushing defense, 16th, they're the middle of the league. So this, so this team, I'm kind of looking at it. I don't like the defense. It scares me, but just in the sense that I haven't, maybe I just don't know enough about them. You're, you're giving up 230 pass yards a game. You're giving up 112 rush yards per game. I'm not wildly afraid of this defense. And I've kind of been thinking about this before we came on the podcast. Why are we afraid of this team? Can you tell me? Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's kind of a clear, predictable game plan going in. Balanced attack on offense. I lean more heavily toward the run than the pass. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they're worse in running defense. I think it's a lot of run to set up play action and stuff like that. Patriots can open up the playbook after a week where they only ran. They're going to go back to their normal, like we saw against the Falcons and other dome teams where it's like, we'll run the ball down your throat. We'll really violently, we'll have the guys up front bang and bruise. And then eventually Mac will pick his spots and get downtown, throwing it over the top to Bourne and Nelly and complete a couple short passes. It's a predictable game plan, but the Colts just have X factors on defense where it's like the numbers don't talk about the players they have Darius sure. Leonard, yep. even though he's hurt, he's suffering an ankle injury right now that he's been playing through. Cause he's a warrior. He is one of the best middle linebackers in the league. Uh, defensive player of the year candidate before he got hurt. I would assume he's still, cause he's kind of played through injury. I think he's only missed one game. If that, I know he missed a lot of time in one game when he got hurt, but I just think, People like DeForest Buckner. People like Darius Leonard. DeForest Buckner, yep. Yeah, and he's disruptive. He's a killer. The Patriots' offensive line is great. They'll do their best to stop him, and they've been successful against better guys like Aaron Donald and stuff like that, so it's hard to really say they're going to be killed by DeForest Buckner, Mm -hmm. but he's going to have a couple plays. He's going to have a couple moments. I think the same with Leonard. And then their secondary – I mean, to my concern, it, for the most part, it's a bunch of no-names, but these no-names make plays. If you watch the Bills game, there were two or three interceptions. All over from, the field. From dudes who I have no idea their names, no idea nope. how long they've been in the league, where they came from, and I pride myself in trying to know every player. I see these guys getting picks. I'm like, who the Christ is that? Kenny it's Moore, just, who I guess was on uh, yeah. the past draft, undrafted, they released him. I saw someone say, like, this is Kenny Moore's, like, revenge week i'm like bro that happened in 2017 if it's like four years later 
five years yeah. later and you're still like, that's something wrong with you. But yeah, anyway, that's the only defensive player other than the guys you mentioned that I know. Yeah. And I mean, they have a couple other studs. I need a roster in front of me right now. It's, it's a lot harder to picture it just kind of going off the cuff, but this defense is better than the numbers say they can come up in big moments. If there's going to be a big play, I wouldn't put it past this defense to make it a game winning pick a game winning force fumble, stuff like that. This defense is more than capable. And then on offense, don't even get me started on old Wakatuum Wentz. You know where I'm going with this. My love for him is short only to my love for Cam Newton. Carson Wentz. Oh, God. Two stellar, stellar, stellar player. And he is playing out of his skull this year. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I would give him top seven quarterback in the league this year. He's playing smart. No injuries, taking shots downfield. He's athletic enough to run and make plays. And Michael Pittman has broken out in the perfect moment, giving Carson Wentz this go-to guy that he loves as a security blanket. The Colts don't use their tight ends. It, Mo Alley Cox barely gets catched. He catches like 26 yards a game. And then Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle. He's been there forever. Yeah, he's been picked up They anyways, barely so. throw to their tight ends. It's all wide receiver action and check downs to their running backs. Naeem Hines doesn't play too much anymore because Jonathan Taylor's taken most of the pass catching reps, but he's a capable third down back. This team just has weapons. They have heart. I've been watching every episode of Hard Knocks with the Colts. They're a very likable team. A lot of big personalities on there. And the coaching staff's done a great job. As an Eagles fan, I love Frank Reich. He's a fantastic coach. Him and Carson Wentz, they touch tips. They always have this connection. They are right there with each other. And he went out of his way to get Carson Wentz in Indianapolis after Philip Rivers retired. He's like, we need Carson Wentz. I will do anything on God's green earth to get him in blue and white. And they did. And now that he's got it, he's unfurling the playbook. It's opening up like a flower budding in spring. And Carson Wentz is thriving in this offense. There's just too many variables, too many X factors and stuff like that, that the numbers don't say. And that's why I'm worried. This, like I said, this seems like a trap game. Patriots have done so well weeks and weeks and weeks. Everyone's heaping praise on them. And I know the Patriot way. They don't listen to that. They don't care. All they're listening to is bill shut out the noise. They're just naysayers. They don't know anything. And they're right. That's the way to do it. But at some point, Human ego outbeats everything. These players think they're on the moon right now. They think they're unstoppable. And I think if there was any team to come and slap them back to reality, it's all walking to them once in the Colts. And I am just not convinced the Patriots are going to walk all over this team. I don't think it's going to be an easy win by any means. I'm not even fully convinced it's going to be a win. I think it's a close game. I think the Colts could win it. I think the Patriots could win it. If it was more than a 7 point margin of victory for either team i'd be stunned i'd be blown away we can make a bet on it fuck it if they lose you can get yourself a new co-host to replace me with conan o'brien or whoever the hell you want i am convinced this will be a close game okay first of all sir there is not a thing on this earth that could happen that would make me replace you as co-host so you get that out of your no, no 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 shut up i you thought you were gonna that. make fun of conan o'brien <laughs> no 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 i don't care if he came knocking at my door with a billion dollars sir uh, walk away liam and i started tuck rule takes we're gonna take it to the moon 
Go away. You and all your crazy hats. Now, even you and your bullshit Cam Newton, Carson Wentz takes. So I will tell you, I have their, um, I have their, their depth chart pulled up. So yeah, you got DeForest Buckner. I know you got Grover Stewart. Those are your two guys in the middle. So I think you're going to see a lot of outside runs by the Pats this week or some sweeps too, which they do really well with Darius Leonard. Other than that, you got Xavier Rhodes, who is kind of a shell. He's washed. Yeah, he's not. He's not great. So I do want to talk about Bobby Okureki, Okariki, whatever his name is. Did you see what he said about the Patriots? No. So he said their plan for the game is to they want to make the Patriots one dimensional. He said, you know, I I like what uh, I like what Matt. I think the Bills want to do that too. In fact, in fact, what I'm going to do right now, I'm actually going to pull up uh, my blog. By the way, guys, go to CouchGuysSports.com. I put up an article today talking about how the Colts are giving the, the Patriots all the answers, by the way, to what they're going to do on offense. This is what um, our boy Bobby, um, whatever his last name is, said. He said, you know, Matt Jones is confident back there. He's got good command of the offense, but we're really going to try to make the game one-dimensional and see what he can do. Sir, let me tell you something real quick. I, in my, my analogy, uh, Liam, have you seen Avengers Endgame? Damn right. I'm pretty sure everybody in the world saw that. So what I said, I said, how do you think it would be smart for Dr. Strange to call Thanos beforehand and be like, hey, bro, real quick, just want to let you know what's going on. Final battle. I'm going to bring a shit ton of good guys out of these portals. Just be on the lookout for it, okay? I'm just letting you know what I'm going to do, all right? Yeah, just a heads up probably not good to tell the NFL's version of Thanos what you're going to do. So clearly that's we. And then he said, it's right in our wheelhouse. I think that's why we've matched up well versus the Titans over the years. They're just a physical team. We pride ourselves in stopping the run. It's another great opportunity, blah, blah, blah. First of all, you are 16th in yards per game. You are 24th in yards uh, per rush. So let's, and you're actually 16th in overall yards allowed on the season rush yards. So let's stop acting like you're any good at stopping the run. Please sit down, Mr. Bobby. Second of all, the Titans, by the way, he said that, he, that that his team matched up well against the Titans. The last six games against the Titans, they've given up 180 yards, 93 yards, <laughs> 229 yards, 157 yards, 154 yards, and 124. So, sir, I ask you, where have you matched up well against the Titans? Because I don't see So, anyways. Must have been in the pass game because it wasn't the run game. I get it. I get it that you want to be a physical team. You want to stop the run. Everybody wants to do that. Pie in the sky. That's great. I'm glad. I'm happy you have goals, sir. I understand. As an NFL player, you should have goals. I have goals. Liam, you have goals. We all have goals. Our goal is to run the ball down your throat. Probably what we're going to do. I don't think it's smart to say that you are going to sell out to stop the run. Make it one-dimensional. Because I'm sure Belichick is listening to that. I'm sure we all know that the Colts are going to end up doing that anyways. They were going to try to stop the run and all that fun stuff. Why are you telling the Patriots what you're going to do? though? That's Unless what I don't understand. It's a mind game and they're it's a only going to stop their pass. Oh, get, oh, please do. Because then we'll run it 33 times. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, know. like, you know what I damned mean? Damned if so, you do, damned if you so, don't. So I know you said that you thought this game is going to be kind of close. Honestly, the more I look at it, this is going to be a two-score win for the Pats. And because, first of all, let's just get the get you know the elephant out of the room. I don't have the faith in Carson once that you do. I think he's good. Carson I think he's bad. Okay. I think I he is much better than what he showed in Philly because I think Philly is a trash team, trash town, trash everything, mm-hmm. trash coaching staff. You I think that Carson Wentz did himself a disservice by getting drafted to Philly. I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. 
actually good, pretty good quarterback. And I think pretty good is better than good. So just to let you know where I think of him. Top seven elite. Top 10. I'll give him top 10. Just because I don't know, you know, I like I haven't looked at it. I'll give him top 10. Um, just be a pure efficient. He had a couple fucking crazy plays earlier in the year. So I can't put him top seven. He has some really bad picks. Um, but I like Carson, it though. Take the shots. Yeah, no, 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 no. I like that's just it. So I think Carson Wentz, he's the thing is he he's not as dumb as he looked in Philly. And I think that's what take away all your physical talents. I don't think he's as he's as careless as he looked in Philly. I think Philly was just a bad situation for him, but I think this team is going to run through Jonathan Taylor and what does Belichick do again? He tries to take away what you do best. Now, again, easier said than done. Jonathan Taylor is really good. People even talking about him possibly being the MVP, but him running against Godshow, he's running against uh, Guy, he's running against Judon, Vanoy, Hightower, Jamie Collins, Duggar. Because, oh, Duggar, by the way, is back. So, love that. I just, I don't, I don't see him having this crazy running party because I do think that the Pats are going to contain the run. I don't think they're going to completely stop because the Colts have a good offensive line as well. I just, I, I don't see a world where you have Jonathan Taylor have another one of these 150, 200 yard games, unless, uh, unless the Patriots are turning the ball over a ton, because uh-huh. then sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Let Jonathan Taylor run it for whatever. Kind of like the, uh, kind of like what game was it? It was, uh, was it the, the Browns game? No, no, no. It was, it was a Titans game where they ran for like 200 plus, but they still won handily, I believe. So I don't know. I just, I don't think that this, that, that this offense, and actually let me see, where are they passing yards per game? Let me see. Uh, the Colts right now are, oh yeah. So the Colts are actually 21st in the league yards per game passing. Again, these are all stats. So you kind of take them with the, you kind of take them with the whole game plan uh, yeah. yards per game. I mean, I mean, we know where they are running. They're the second best running team in the league. Um, the Eagles are the first, which is kind of funny. I thought damn right. They are. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, you know, who the ninth best running team in the league is though. 49ers, the Pats. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. I yeah. guess our quarterback must be pretty good. Huh? Hmm. Hmm. Crazy. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I don't think, you know, this defense isn't as good as I thought that they were, or they're not as consistent as I thought they were. Cause they do give up yards on the ground. You know, even though, you know, Mr. Bobby Okarecki, but I, I wish I could say his last name, right? I know that's not it. Um, I know that he prides himself in, in the Colts pride. Yeah, I tried. That's all the night. I gave it the college try. Yeah. Even though I didn't go to college. I'm sure he gets um, it. I, like, but you haven't stopped the run. Yeah. So that's the thing. You're going up against the team against the team who ran the ball against a very good rush defense last uh, last week. Who knew they were going to run the ball and they still couldn't stop them. And by yeah. the way, I saw I saw a Bills fan. I see uh, you know like media members saying, "Oh well, they they did stop them. The Patriots only scored 14 points or whatever." It's like, yeah, but that no, you 
You're not getting it. Didn't stop enough. Stopping the run just because you hold a guy to a four or five yard run doesn't mean you're stopping it when it's yeah. a five yard run, eight yards, six yard, 12 yard, eight yards, 16, yeah. 32 yard. You're not stopping the run. That like That's the thing with running the ball. You're going to fail more than you succeed. But if you can succeed and make those plays count, you're, you've had success. They were the able to keep the ball out of the Bills' hands by running clock and getting first downs, and that's not stopping the run. No, the game plan worked. So I know I know people are trying to diminish, you know, Belichick's game plan. Oh, it didn't work. He only scored 14 points. The game plan was to run the ball, run the clock, and win. What happened? They run the ball, run the clock, and win. So shut up. Again, Bills fans, go away. Um, but, yeah, I just – unless – and also you got to think, Belichick has – two weeks to prepare for this team. Yeah. So Which Jonathan, is, he has an incredible record off buys. I think he he's does. like 402 or something off buys Yeah, he's got, he's but, got a really good winning percentage. Yeah. But Frank Reich also knows how bill likes to coach. He's beat him a couple times before. I think there's some sort of a rivalry here. I don't think it's heated. Like, you know, every time, like when Rex Ryan was coaching, you know, every time him and bill met at hat center field, they're like, fuck you and then the other oh, it like, was like you. the quick they're like, yeah the quick yep. they're like fuck you and the other one's yep. like you bitch and then they shake hands and walk mm-hmm. away i don't think it's like that but like yep. they're probably just kind of like steely eyed like stay healthy this year you too yep. and then they just kind yep. of yeah yeah uh away. by the way you, you you talked about the rivalry do you is is the rivalry back with the colts and the pats it's hard to say, it, I, and this is the game where I think we could kick it off. We could see, because for the most part in recent years, it hasn't been a rivalry. I mean, mm-hmm. think back to when Andrew Luck was there. We kind of blew the doors off him every time we played. Andrew Luck could never get the better hand on the Patriots. I can't think of one game where the score was even close between the Patri- Patriots and the Colts. Yeah. It was always LeGarrette Blunt four touchdowns, a kick return for a touchdown, or yeah, it was yeah. like the deflate game or Akeem Tlaib pick six. There's so many historic games between them and then when it's actually a rivalry was with Peyton Manning and stuff like that where the Patriots went for it on fourth and two and Kevin Falk couldn't convert and then uh, that was the, the Colts ended up beating the Patriots in the playoffs where the Marvin Harrison crazy corner touchdown they went to the Super Bowl and beat the Bears and stuff like that that's when the rivalry was alive but even then they only got one Super Bowl we got three we were constantly bouncing Peyton out of the playoffs with multiple interception games, mostly to tie law. And that's when it was a real rivalry. This is another chance. The Colts are starting a brand new dynasty with a fantastic quarterback. And we are starting a brand new dynasty with also a fantastic quarterback. This could kick off another Patriots Colts, both teams, you always at the top of the standings, both teams always not playing each other, but kind of being like, all right, where are the Colts at the standings after each week? Or the Colts will be like, where are the Patriots at? We're probably going to mm-hmm. see them in the playoffs. We're going to see this again. It's probably going to be rainy. It's probably going to be shitty in the playoffs. They're all year just watching and seeing what the Patriots do, all year watching and seeing what the Colts do, measuring against each other. I can see it. There's so much history between these teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there is. And I think Frank Reich even said before the game, he was like, you know, the team's it's another week. It's just, you know, another game, this and that, but you know, you kind of see, see the rivalry. And so I think, so thinking that way though, and of course my mind's going to go here. I'm like, I think you're kind of already in your head about the game as, as the coach thinking that it's a rivalry, because I think the um, what's his name. Uh, Do you think Bill has even thought, about that like no even no, because consider. all you see all you see christian barmore said it today by the way christian barmore um 
I don't think I've loved a rookie player, maybe other than no, even more than Mac Jones. I'd love yeah, I would too. He yeah. said he said today they have the two and four mindset. So I don't think the Patriots are looking at this game as, oh, we're going against the Colts, you know, the old rivalry. No, no, no. This is the next team in our way to get to where we need to be. But yet it seems like, I mean, I'm sure Frank Reich at some point has let, has let it slide where it's like, guys, come on, this is the Patriots. This is that you think Belichick is like, this is the Colts. Highly no. doubted, no. highly doubted. I don't think Belichick says that at all. I think if anything, yeah. he probably, he, he probably, in the meeting, he's like, yeah, guys, so, um, you know, the Colts, Colts are going to make us one-dimensional. Um, so, you know, running game, you know obviously, you know, running game, you're, you, you probably aren't going to do anything this game. Um, <laughs> no, but I guarantee you he's saying something like that yeah. to, to light the fire. And I'm sure Matt Jones is looking at this because I saw the question was posed today on one of those horrible talk, uh, talk shows. Uh, I think it was, it was first things first, which by the way, the I, worst, I have not watched a single episode, refused to watch it's the worst. No, no, no. It's the worst because Nick Wright, it, it's, 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 it's the where every single person they have on there is bad. Between um, that and Colin Coward's show for me, they're both unwatchable. I, Colin Cowherd is actually a show I have never. I've only watched the clips. Can't do it. Can't watch. I've never even watched the clips. Too much. He flip flops too much. I hate him. But but they asked on first things first. They were like, "Hey, should should teams be afraid of Mac Jones?" And I have a pretty simple answer. No, Mac Jones. The they've done nothing to make you be afraid of him. You know what I mean? But that's not to say. Do you think in two thousand one, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, by the way, that teams were afraid to play Tom Brady? Probably not. 2001. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's they're, a they're like, who the hell is this dude? Yeah, he's he's good. Like, you know, he kind of, you know, he dink and dunks. He's a game manager. Yeah, that's all you, which is fine. Game manager, that's cool. It worked. Um, we won a Super Bowl. He game so managed no. his way to a chip. Love that. So I think when people say that, I think they want Patriots fans to be like, oh, no, you got to be. It's like, no, like, no, Mac Jones doesn't. He doesn't air the ball. I'm not saying he can't, but he doesn't air the ball out no, a ton. He doesn't he need to. Takes what the defense gives them. He's smart with the ball more and more as the year progresses. He's not, he's not going to lose you a game. No, you shouldn't be afraid of him, but I guarantee you, if you make him pass the ball, he might throw for 300 yards Yeah, in two touchdowns. I think he can unleash that, especially in a dome, especially against the Colts. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect conditions for anyone. That's yeah. when I expect big games, especially yeah. for Mac, who's, you know, his craziest game, I think it's been three touchdowns and like sub a little over 200 yards nothing yep. crazy he doesn't blow you away but in that game you're watching him he looks a lot better than the numbers say so yeah that's where it comes in but he's not blowing you away with stats he's not gonna have a philip rivers type game where it's like six touchdowns 400 yards and like no that's that's not his type at least not right now maybe no. as he grows and gets older it's possible but like you said right now he's mostly a game manager he's not the main weapon of concern the main weapon of concern is how this offense is going to mold to stop you and that's why teams have so much trouble trying to stop this team it's like what are our weaknesses they're all sitting there like what are we bad at they're looking at the numbers like all right we're a little below the bad tier and running do you think they're going to run the ball the whole time they're like they could, they're probably going to run it and it's just they're trying to figure out what patriots team they're going to get yeah, no, and, and the thing, it's funny to me because if you're going to sell out to to stop the run, it means you're probably going to have a loaded box. Again, we're talking yeah. about box again. Love, Love that, box. That, that, that's what Tuck Rule takes is about. Um, so if you're going to have, you know, a good <laughs> amount of people in the box, what does that mean? You're going to have screens. You're going to have these outside things. You're going to have yeah. these quick things. If you're going to try to – on slants. I'm telling you, this is – if if the Colts 
sell out to stop the run, Mac Jones is going to have a very, very good day. And yep. again, cause and I'm, I'm not saying that Mac Jones is Tom Brady or anything like that. I'm no. just saying that I think he's smart enough to take what the defense gives them. And if they're going to keep giving him 10, 12, 15 yard passes, four yard quick slants and things like that, he's going to take it. So that's why I think, I think this game, I'm going to say, yeah, I was about to ask for a score prediction. What are you thinking? I'm going to say 30 to 17. Patriots. Oh, crap. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll swing the other way. I'll, I'll be the uh, devil's advocate here. I'll be Dante's Inferno, whatever you want to call me. Mm-hmm. Judas. 27-24. Oh, walk to him once with the walk-off <laughs> drive for a field goal. I, I think it, I feel it. I truly, not even from my bias that lurks deep down in that black hole that pumps blood, tequila, and acid through my veins. I truly believe the Colts are going to get this done. And it hurts, and, it, and there's no reason for me to think that. And Bill Belichick's record after bye weeks insists that I'm wrong. And all of those reasons are the reason I think I'm right. Because everyone goes one way, I go the other way. It's Liam goes the other way. Expect. Everybody zigs, Liam yeah. zags. Everyone's like, I hate Cam Newton. I'm over here like, Cam I'll sign you to a max contract. I don't care. Oh, God. And you would be the uh, – every if week. I, every if week. I, if I owned a franchise, imagine how sick that team would be. It would be horrible. It would be Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, and everybody else. That's all it would yeah, be. It would be – I'd have Nelson. That would be for sure. I'm signing You'd probably have yet. Adrian Peterson, too, even though he's Damn injured right, right I now. Would. Damn right I would. Get out of here. I'd be Get giving him 20-plus carries a game, too. I'd be like, Adrian, pound the rock. Oh, God. I would Take love to play your team. I would be – I would yeah, – I would you would love it you. until you get in there. Adrian Peterson stiff arms your ass out of bounds, and I take oh, Reggie God. Wayne out of retirement. Oh. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Bernie Wayne. Yeah. Oh my God, the man who couldn't cut it in New England because it was too yeah. tough. Well, it get is out of tough. here. It is tough. It is Life's tough. No, it is. Tough. My it team, is my team's not going to be that tough. I'll be like, I'm not even going to coach you that hard. Just come over here and come out and play on Sundays. Speaking speaking of teams being tough, I think we can say that this, given how both teams are talking about it, this is going to be a tougher game, like just physicality wise, more yeah. so than the Bills game. I think this is going to be oh, the definitely. most physical I mean, game. The Bills the are soft. What do you expect? Um, their fans are soft. Their team is soft. The coach is soft. The quarterback yeah. is overrated. Yeah. I think their it's, medical it's staff soft. Their parking lot pavement. It's softer than all the other. It, it, it is soft because they don't do pavement. it right because they're stupid. Yeah. They're dumb. But everything's soft. Their, table, their tables are softer than other people's tables, which is why they can constantly jump through them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Their pillows are too soft, which is why their necks hurt because their necks go back too much. Yeah. You need a, you, your pillow can't be too soft, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, or so, unless you have too much watermelon flavored box, that also affects your sleep. Shockedenergy.com, CGSN, 10% off. Um, so I think, what did I say, 30 to 17? Yep. Agreed. No, no, no. You know why? Because I think because you hate Carson Wentz, I get it. Going to, totally no, it, it is not that Mike, you, you know hate the fine. thing. The thing with the Colts is, I they're they're a good team. They're a, they're actually yeah. a, they're a, a, a pretty good team. Um, I think that it's going to be close. Probably going into halftime, the Colts might even be leading going into halftime. Who knows? But I just I don't see this Patriots team. They seem to be like. You know how we talk about teams that kind of seem like they're a team of destiny or teams yeah. where it's almost like it's almost like they shouldn't be there in the end, but they 
but somehow, like we said, Moses part of the Red Sea, all the paths fall in line for this team. That's how it seems, and it's just like you know they're beating teams, they're they're doing these teams, you know they're 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 winning big, they're playing well. You think they're gonna, you know, you think they're gonna have the bend but don't break defense, but they don't even bend at all most of the time. You know the offense, you're waiting for Mac Jones to make these mistakes. He doesn't make any game ending mistakes. He does all these things. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I think we're, we're getting into the, into the team of destiny territory with this Patriots team. And I feel like we'll know after Saturday, which by the way, Saturday, December 18th, let me ask you something. Do you know the significance of December 18th has nothing to do with Patriots or anything like that. You probably do not know, but there is a December 18th. Do you have any idea why that date might be very specific for us to talk about? No, no clue. Your boy uh, turns no. your boy turns 30 years old. That's your birthday? December you 18th lot, is yeah. my birthday. So wow. what I have, I have a hell of a week planned for me tomorrow, oh, which actually this is probably when you're going to be listening to this on Thursday. If you are December 16th, I am seeing Spider-Man No Way Home. Got tickets. By the way, those tickets, hardest things to get I've ever, I've ever. Yeah, had. I know. I tried to go tonight. They were sold out. Horrendous. Horrendous. I almost bailed on you. If I got tickets, I was not doing the show. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't even, I would not even imagine that. So seeing that Friday. Friday is, go- well, I mean, first of all, it's Friday. And Friday, I think I'm probably going to go out to dinner or something like that. Saturday is the birthday. So that's where hopefully the, the Pats give me a, give me a nice uh, birthday present there. And then nice. Sunday going out to dinner again. So it's kind of Mike's four-day birthday weekend starting tomorrow. So, so is Saturday that, when you get rip-roaring drunk? I am going to have to contain myself because I want to be coherent and know what's going on for the game. It's going to be the thing where you start drinking early and you kind of just slowly drink, 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 drink. And as the game starts to come, you start to ramp it up and then you just a go marathon, ahead. not a sprint. Yeah, exactly. So, but no, it's, it's going to be crazy. So I do think the Patriots give me a, a birthday present. I think they win 30 to 17. You said, would you say 24 to 21? Would you say 27, 24, 27, 24, I think. That Carson Wentz serves you up a fresh birthday L for you, Oscar style. So I would hate that um, if that happened because it's my <laughs> birthday. Don't be, don't be rude. Um, I don't know. Either way, though, I think, I think we'll know. The Patriots win this game. We will know for sure if this is, and I know I say it again, but I think we'll know if this is the team of destiny because I think no one, no one thought they would be here. No one thought they would be first place in the AFC. We were ignorant. We still didn't think it was going to be. Shit, I thought they would be 12 and 5. And that was even, as I said it, I was like, yeah, they, yeah bro, they're not going to be 12 and 5. Yeah, like, fuck. But they very well may be 12 and 5. Um, but yeah, I think after this week, if you win here, I, I think the number one seed is there because you probably beat the Bills. You're going to beat the Jags and the Dolphins. Let's just. Yeah, I like, mean, we're neck and neck with the Chiefs. That, that's the thing. That's the thing. So the Chiefs, uh, by the way, they play the Chargers. Chiefs Chargers. I'm not going to be able to watch that game because, again, I'm going to be watching Spider-Man. Greatest day of my life. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Um, I'm also afraid of spiders, too, which is like a weird weird thing. I like it, though. Um, Counterintuitive. So if the Chargers beat the Chiefs, 
I don't see then, then any, we're locked in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't in. see any way that you that you lose this this number one seed. Because yeah. then if the Chargers beat the Chiefs, you can lose to the Colts and still get the number one seed. Yep. So I don't know. Either way, it's it's going to be a great game, though. Uh, December 18th, again, my birthday. I want all of the uh, birthday wishes, Happy birthday, birthday tweets, birthday, everything. Yeah, it's going to be I'll great. I'll send you I a birthday wait. BHP. Can't wait. I actually, uh, my the last game that was um, played on my birthday was the Pats and Steelers. It was when Gronk Steelers, had three straight catches to I win the game. I, it was when the Steelers were driving at the end of the game and they ran the hurry up on the last play of the game. Ben tried to throw it in the end zone. The Pats def- uh, deflected it away. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Was that when Jesse James caught the touchdown, went down, but it didn't count? And he didn't he, get it. And then they yeah. rushed it up. They threw it. Yeah, I ran yeah. all around my apartment. It was my a, I'm pretty a, sure it was intercepted by Jerome Harmon. Was it, what was it, what was it picked that? Oh, no, it yeah. was picked because it was picked. And I remember I started to run down the hallway. I ran back and went like this. I was like, no flags, no flags. Fuck yeah. I ran into the darkness and I came out of the hallway, like right into like my wife's picture, like my wife's phone. Cause she was recording me and I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, <laughs> so hopefully it's another thing like that. I, I, I hope it is. So, cause you know, my, my week's shaping up to be pretty good. So hopefully that's what happens. Um, again, uh liam you still have to try to pick a game for me to come up to see you most definitely um and then yeah we'll go from there otherwise um and i'm just happy pats football is back because we get saturday then we have a whole sunday to just watch football and be happy yep it's gonna be that's glorious it. that's all it's gonna be so um liam i got nothing else you got anything man i'm wrapped you good to go all right so for liam mcdade I am Mike Sullivan. This was Tuck Rule Takes, episode 21, the Adrian Phillips episode, because he is number 21. He will be back against the Colts. Uh, Tuck Rule Takes again. Hopefully, we see you next week after a Patriots win. And uh, Team of Destiny, let's go. We out. Later. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.